This is blasphemy. This is madness. Madness. This is Sparta! Hello and welcome to episode 300 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, writer of MI666, and joining me as always are the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the luchador of love. (laughs) Fucking hell. And creator of Atomic Hercules, it's Tony Esmond. Hello. (laughs) We are in jovial spirits this week it's a little bit um it's a little sense bit i needed to drink more before coming on i think i should yeah, have drunk same. something yeah. yeah why why are you are you are you both drinking alcohol this week no, no. i wish i was earlier oh. hey. i can barely keep my shit locked down uh. from drinking coffee oh. let alone letting getting alcohol in the mix oh my word oh. <laughs> but yes we are recording this episode the usual time that we record every every week uh, we started a little bit later because we were having too much fun before we kicked off. Um, but this time around, it's a little bit different. We're doing it via Zoom. Yes, we've gone... Uh, it's not going to be like this every week. I was about to say we've gone all modern, but it'll be back to usual next week. And we have yeah. quite a few awesome folks joining us to listen along live and all, and ask some questions later in the show. Um, they're all. I mean, I've got to actually put another window over the Zoom call because I can, <laughs> I can feel their, their eyes boring into me as, <laughs> as we speak <laughs> um, but it's, yeah it's going to be a bit different it's going to be we're just celebrating 300 episodes of this absolute nonsense but also we wouldn't be able to do it all without our master of ceremonies this week stepping in as an official producer and question wrangler is our good pal Tom Curry say hello Tom howdy <laughs> hey. cheers for this Tom yeah Tom yeah, thanks no worries Tom. at all Tom is the host of our monthly drink and draw and also creator of the webcomic Skelly Bob. Bing! Bing. Yeah, so he owes us some more money because we mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'll no. take off your bill for the drink and draws. Oh, thing. God. <laughs> God. Yeah, have, have we been giving him the, the, the duff email for that? If yeah, just everyone could put their, Bob, put their um, bank account number and their date of birth in the chat yeah, log. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, get security code. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> But Tom is. We don't know how this week's going to go, but it's going to it's going to be loads of fun. Um, <laughs> I sound like, sound like Tom Fun from Reason Mortimer. Then won't that be a lot of fun? <laughs> um, I say it's a strange view I've got of Richard Sheaf. Looking up at him like that, it's t- just t- quite Tony, scary. Tony, Sorry, this is, I know this people is can't audio, see that. I know yeah, that. it's an audio show. If you keep mentioning, <laughs> go on, look at that. No one's going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's ever mad. We do a fucking podcast That's about true. comics. It's right, it's like, oh, look at this panel here. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, as, as we said, this is episode 300. Somehow we managed to make it this far. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> but like any classic centenary issue of comics, this episode's a bit different. Um, we're going to have some bells, some whistles, some questions, and um, yeah, some maybe some um, sections of the show that you haven't seen or heard for a while. For a while. Some classic um, features. Um, if you're new to the show. Don't worry, they're not going to be here every week. Uh, 
But this is going to be a bit of a celebration and like has a shiny embossed holofoil cover that will add absolutely nothing to the value of the content within. But you know what does have value and an amazing amount of content? Yay! Comic Yes, our lovely sponsor. The indie comic marketplace with a difference. The difference being they sponsor us and they put up with these terrible ads. Um, and if, you, if you go onto the website... There's a huge selection of titles on the database. If you self-publish, you can list your book on there and start selling your work straight away. You know, we've all got... I mean, I've got boxes. Since I've moved house, I've got loads of boxes in in a cupboard um, that are just gathering dust. But as for my digital comics, I've put them all on the Comic House app. Yes, they they have an amazing app, which is basically like Netflix for comics. Subscription service, only £3 a month, and you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics, such as Dan... We've got a uh, Penguin Coincidence, uh, Capable Volume Gee. 1, Issue 3. Uh, the Brand Magazine, Live Your Brand, which yes. uh, features a five-page comic from me, which I uh, don't think seen the light of day since... All right, plug yourself. So Come it's on. in there, yeah. Fine. Well, that's literally this whole platform. Is, <laughs> uh, spare Keys for Strange Doors. Uh, spare Keys for Strange Doors 4. And we've got Zero Medal, Issue 1 and Issue 2, which looks like it might be uh, a children's comic, but it comes from all the way from Brazil. So well, I mean, if it's a children's comic, it's probably part of the, like, the all-ages side of the app. Um, yes. Like if, if, if you've got kids and you want um, kids to read your digital comics, but without reading the filthy ones that Tony Esmond has, has made, <laughs> um, you can set aside uh, a section just for them to read comics. There's so much to the Comic House app, in all seriousness. Yes. Um, we do thank them every week. Um, I know we do f- silly ads, but we do appreciate the support. And um, they are constantly adding to that app and the mm. library all the time, which is brilliant. It's different when I'm just staring into the eyes of Pete and his disappointment performing on his face whilst we that, do that ad. Cheers, that, Pete. Pete's in the call, isn't he? He's part yeah, of the audience. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. So um, we hope this has been satisfactory for you, Pete. He um, hopes this has been satisfactory. That's a high level for us. Yes, you know, yes. Just purely satisfactory. Yeah. We'll send you a feedback form afterwards. Um, <laughs> But but while we're doing that, if you want to find out more, you can go to comichouse.com, find out more about the 14-day free trial, and get stuck into the world of amazing small press and indie comic books from around the world that we talk about every week. So check it out. That good, that's sick. Another sick one. Yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah, you're really good at that, Vince, I'd say. <laughs> what? Hang on, hang it. on. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? Have you heard the last episode? Have you heard it? I, I have. I know. Uh, I'll tell you what. That is a good way to kick off. I just want to say, well done, lads. Thank you. I, th- I think. You, um, Wasn't I too think, bad. Yeah, I think I only missed one once before when my internet crapped out and I had a, That's right. I had a meltdown, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. No, the, the best bit of it is we were doing it and then Dan kept forgetting that we were doing it and yeah, kept just and chatting it's... to me about things. And I was trying to be all professional. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I kept editorialising, and <laughs> we were still recording. Tony's like, oh, now we're going to have to cut that fucking bit out. <laughs> I was like, sorry, mate. I, yeah. No, it was good, and the interview with uh, Luke Cooper was great. So, yes, yep. yeah, so if you haven't heard that episode yet, go back and check that out, because, um, yeah, you did good. So if I ever decide to hang up the boots one day, are you going to take over? What? Don't say, ah, don't say that. I, I just want to say it because this week I, I could actually visibly see the fear in their eyes. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, so that was another great episode. And this 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 week we're gonna, like I say, we're gonna have some questions. But there was a, something that came up this week that we wanted to kick off talking about. Um, bit of news that sort of went between the hosts on the WhatsApp because we talk about comics all the time on our mm. messaging yeah. group, don't we? Yeah. Um, and then 
I then, um, I think one of you guys sent the link for the Perch video talking about it. Yeah, it? I sent that through. Yeah, and this That's is about... I saw it actually break. Yeah, like, and, video, and yeah. this is the new... Well, you saw it break, so why don't you lead us in, Dan? Well, essentially Marvel's uh, walked away from their deal with uh, Diamond to distribute their titles. And that's quite a big deal in, in as much that DC did so a couple of months ago, was mm. it? No, it's almost it's well, half a year. During lockdown. Yeah, it's got to be at really? least six, oh months, my ago, God. Yeah. Yeah. six months ago. And they've gone with that. It was two companies, wasn't it, in the States? But I think it's, isn't it just landed at mm-hmm. Discount Comic Book Service now? Well, I think they've got another name, mm. haven't they? Right, yeah, okay. With them. Um, so can, Penguin, can, Penguin Random House, so the big, the big, the big guys in the world, you know, around distribution of books and stuff. We from Nobrow, we use them all the time. Um, if you get if you get a review copy sent to you in the states, it's going to be from Penguin Random House, mm. and they do all our bookshop distribution. So to them, Diamond, are, I mean, especially to Nobrow, Diamond are a little bit right down the pecking order. Yeah, um, Random House are, are a huge company. I have to say, having like waited at the storage place for the delivery prior to conventions they're not the most reliable people in the world <laughs> yeah i'm sure that uh, there's a lot of comic fans who'll kick off with diamond or an hour late in the comic shop but penguin random house i can quite happily wait for six hours for them to arrive they, it's not days sometimes mm, would you yeah. consider they would look at comics as relatively small fry i think so yeah 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 that's that's, that's the concern. problem i think i think the problem is that with this um splintering of distribution models they're pushing us towards the subscription model of uh, the Marvel, the Marvel app, the DC app, which I don't mm. think is here yet. Is the but DC no, app here? I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. So. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I know. Um, I mean, I, I'm talking. I don't know much about the diamond distribution Same. and stuff. It was all, you know. I read the comics. I don't. I don't know too much about how the the sausage is delivered. Um, that was the weirdest phrase I could have put. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw a couple of funny faces in yeah, the crowd there. Yeah. When you said that. Uh, yeah. um, but. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, watching the, uh, we will put a link to that, um, the perch video talking about it. But I mean, the the perks of the pros of it are for, for a company like like Marvel, for instance, is a company like this can then take their contacts with like the other stores that they got, like the bookstores and stuff. They can, yeah, they, they yeah. can get they can get comics out to more people. They're they're more likely to get them. So, I mean, we, we probably won't see the new stands. Well, I saw anymore, it as a positive, but, like the fact yeah. that yeah, me too. it would appear yeah. on. We might get comics in uh, like the smaller shops because they got a, a wider distribution. I remember years ago getting comics in Waterstones. Mm. I know they don't do them anymore, but then kind of you brought to light that there's more issues with that, didn't you, Tony? The fact that the the how much they charge people for yeah. the comics. Mm. So I didn't I didn't know fully and understand this side of things. It was if you listen to Eleven O'clock Comics this week, Jason Wood is quite canny around finance. Talks about it where he says that certain comics got a certain discount with new books, but if you're a bigger chain, you can negotiate a better discount. But yeah. um, PRH, Penguin Random House, will just go straight to a a, a model of distribution, mm, you know, yeah. because the direct market is peanuts for them. Mm. You know, that's the problem. So we'll, yeah. we'll have to see how that affects... What we're, we're interested in is how it affects our end, how, how it affects how much we're going to pay. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how... DC are um, about to go to $6 books, aren't they? So what's going to yeah. happen there? You know? Yeah, Bloody yeah. Hell, man. It'd be interesting to see how... Um, with this new model of marketing for for Marvel, whether they, you know, the the PR people, the marketing people do take upon what everyone's been saying. When there's a multimedia event, get some comics or graphic novels in front of people that might have something to do with the latest blockbuster you've got out. With yeah, the latest, yeah. you know, you've got a bigger company like that. There's gonna, there's going to be someone that's going to be like, we can make a bit of money actually if we if we have like a little stand outside 
the cinema or something like um, that. I mean, I mean yeah, some like people doing it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Marvel's pushing the uh, cap run where they have the US agent introduced. I would have thought that had been a bit of a no-brainer. Well, mm. if you go back to Perch, what's his space, by the way, for a couple of weeks' time? But the um, he talks about the none of those Captain America Epica collections are available. They're all out of print for the stuff Seems... that's happening in Winter Soldier. And yeah, Seems silly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've got all that up in long boxes, up in the yeah. kind of the loft here. I've been mm, yeah. meaning to get them out and read them through because that's one of my favourite books. And it's, yeah. but you know where it is available, man. Like we said earlier, it's available on the app. It's on the yeah. on, the, on the Marvel app. Is that where we're going? You know, I mean, I get, I do both because I'm a muck. But is that where it's pushing us all to? You know, mm. yeah. yeah, probably. I mean, the thing is, people who, who jump into that app um, are normally quite converted because you love it, don't you, Tony? I you, do love it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Me and um, I think I think Johnny Cannon's on the call, but we actually love it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, and yeah. Out little runs to go and read. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought this point out before. We might be one of those generations that still has the kind of the physical products, but down the line. I th- there won't be the physical product and it would be digital and people won't mind that. I, I think, you know, probably far in the future, I hope, um, that there's always going to be the printed books. There's always going to be this because there will always be the collectors that want it. It just won't be the majority. Um, well, that's what's shot up in sales is the collectibles, the coffee table, the yeah. omnibus. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, how many people are buying things like vinyl and stuff? And vinyl was something that was considered dead um, and it came a, back, a couple of decades yeah. ago. And there's always... There's always room for you know personalized collector. You know it's a collector's market. We're all collectors, and I think part of that is having. I mean, I've got. I mean, the bookshelf that's behind me now is is like I just like having the books, and I know yeah, I'm, I'm not the only one. In fact, probably most of, most of our listeners and a lot of people join us tonight are like that. The digital does make things easier for me a lot of the time. I mean, yeah. certainly for my weekly weekly purchases i can i can take a punt on on a digital i can also complain about it every week the price but um that, that, that's by the by hmm. um if you look at so, so diamond's been in charge of the direct market for what four years pretty much hmm. you know no not four years but it's been certainly 20 odd years it's been in charge of it so that's been a constant it's been a constant to comic shops it's been a constant to everything yeah <clears throat> how long will comiXology now be the only home in town do you know what i mean Will Marvel, if their app really takes off, move all of their books off Comixology? Maybe we've seen I, it happen, I, haven't we? Yeah, I you think know. I think if the library is big enough and strong enough and can stand on its own, companies will do that. I mean, it's a different medium, bought... but Disney Plus. Do you know what I mean? Why would yeah. Disney put their stuff on anything else when they can have their own? They've got enough content to to have their own. I mean, they've already. Channel. I think Disney Plus have already hit their ten year mark, haven't they? They wanted so yeah. many subscribers by ten years, and they've already hit it. Yeah. Didn't they? Um, they killed all the Netflix TV series. Yeah, essentially, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because we're not going to have any Marvel stuff on Netflix anymore. Yeah. You know, you got to look. You know what you got to look to. You got to look to porn. Porn's the market leader in everything. Look oh. what it did to video. Look what it did to um, DVD. Look what it did to streaming. You know what I mean? That's that's, uh, that's <laughs> oh, the market oh, that leader. Was, that, that wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> yeah. They do yeah. take a lot of tech from porn, like like kind of the, the protecting their websites and stuff, and how they they do their digital rights management. So yeah. what, what are we saying about comics? Then they have to look to. Pornography, <laughs> yeah, pornography. <laughs> to light the way. Is that <laughs> look, look at uh, look at VHS over Betamax. Betamax was a better format. VHS won because porn threw itself into VHS. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. Of <laughs> Is that another? Anyway, blockbuster. Yeah, we had a vaguely uh, grown-up conversation there, but um, we will preface this by sort of saying these are all our, our opinions. 
Um, yeah. Even some of these questions and answers, you know. Um, I will always say I don't know anything about any of this. <laughs> I mean, it'd be good to talk to someone who kind of yeah, like does but, work in a comic shop yeah. and deals with diamonds. Yeah. Because I've not heard the best of stories about diamonds. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. So, um, but then, yeah, like I say, we're not a comic. We're not an indie comic shop owner. Um, we will be talking to more of them in the future because we're always on the lookout for that. Right. I always um, think, how can the small press benefit out of this? Whenever yeah, how can we this? sell comics? Yeah. 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 That's what it's all about. Yeah, I think Sam has mentioned in the chat box about show and jump, and I think that's a real market yeah. leader. I think, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and sh- shall we just kick off then? Shall, shall we kick off? Oh, okay. Shall we kick off the chat? Yeah, sure. Um, Tom, what have we got for the the first? Just a bit. Oh, we'll talk a minute with a bit. We got dress. Right, can't. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll later, go. later. Yeah, that's later. So, uh, Cliff, would you like to ask your question? Oh God. We're taking the cliff. You're a market leader on this, you know. This is you can set the tone for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, Cliff Cumber is joining us. Yeah. Hi, gents. How's Hello, it going? Cliff. There's, there's I know the how it's going. Thing. I've been watching. Yeah, there it is. Uh, for people who can't see it, um, yeah, that is my uh, my the gothic mansion payload. that you live in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about my wealth because um, it's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, back so, to ball sacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to Brian and uh, Pascal. Hello, <laughs> Pete. He's got a victory. There you go. So, um, I'll, uh, let me ask my questions. Um, okay, sorry. It, uh, you know, please. It's lovely to see you, by the way. It's crucial. Yeah, it's lovely to see you. Even though I did accidentally you, phone you about an hour ago. You did? Yeah, it was <laughs> just like I, all I heard was, oh, I've accidentally phoned someone, Cliff, and then he hung up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't tell me you were wearing the mask. I would have stayed on the line a little longer. <laughs> I'll send you the picture. Anyway, thank you very much. Um, so this is a stupid question, but it's one that I've sort of, you, you know, I think um, for people who may be tuning in now might be curious about sort of the 300 episodes that have come before and um, definitely some of the ones that you uh, feel were sort of classics along the way because you've got a few under your belt. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, what stands out if um, any, or does it all just blend together in one nightmarish, uh, <laughs> uh, not it, it, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it is a little bit like one of the creatures from The Thing. It just completely merges into we, itself. Did we um, re- re-listen to the first episode the other day? We did, didn't we? Yeah, we had to listen. Yeah. And it sounds remarkably similar to this. Yeah. Like yeah. Vince, sounds, Vince sounds a bit more sort of game show host. Yeah. It? Do I? Well, yeah, I don't think you'd kind of settled into. Well, you hadn't. Had I think you had a different mic as well. Sounds we different. Yeah, I didn't get a mic. I was using the um, the laptop microphone for probably the first year and a half. I think. Wow. Okay. Okay. I think. But saying that, we've been doing this. Well, three hundred episodes speaks for itself, doesn't it? Um, yeah. In terms of the, I don't know. It's it's not necessarily. Um, I can't always point to like a like a singular episode, but it's probably. Um, you know, there there are certain moments that sometimes flash into my mind, and it's usually us laughing at something ridiculous. Um, and there's far far too many to mention. I mean, I mean, we could we could probably pick some of the guests that are highlights, but we've done so yeah. many. We've done so many now, haven't we? Sort of I actually like, think each episode, which we have a guest on, or even just a subject, has its almost own personality. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's there's some that I mean, the smut one we did. Who did we do that? Who was the lady who's you, you keep watering her canary? Canary, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a funny one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, the guests we have as well. This like this. We haven't. The only one you reckon, Dan, that said you you thought we were a bit nervous around was um, Scott Adkins, didn't you? That was the one I would say so. Yeah, I fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't live too far from me. 
isn't he? All right. What, so yeah. you're worried about him coming around kicking your door down and beating you up? He lives in the same country as me. That's that's near enough. <laughs> the uh, the little funny bit around that is he came on with Pat to talk about Accident Man. And we did the usual end of the interview recording. We went, oh, and well, thank you, and we'll see you later. And Pat thought we'd finished and left. But Scott stayed on, didn't he, for a while? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a super nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was a dude. Yeah. Even when I asked him if the movie he couldn't talk about was Doctor Strange 2, he just went, no. Uh, okay, thank you for that long yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> I always recall the moment you were talking, to, I can't remember who you interviewed, uh, Tony, but you mentioned the Peach Stone, and I was waiting, <laughs> waiting for a train, like, yeah. listening to it, and I fucking was doubling up on the platform. Yeah. That was, was Matt Harrow, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Matt Harrow, absolutely yeah, fucking yeah. slew me. Yeah. He bent over so much I could see his Peach Stone. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, a laughing fit talking to Mark Lamming, something about Barney, the purple dinosaur. Oh, that's what I call my penis. Yeah. 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 The, um, uh, the, my, my one of my favourites, slightly off the show, because it is occasionally, is when I'm sitting there putting my socks on one morning and Mike Barron rang me. <laughs> and uh, I answered the phone and said, hey, Mike. I'm a huge hmm. Mike Barron fan. I think he's brilliant. And we'd arranged for him to be on the following day. Yeah. But he thought he could just ring and do it. You know? Oh, yeah. just. And he said, oh, I'm just in the car travelling to a convention. Did you want to do the interview now? And I said, oh. It don't really work like that, Mike. You've just phoned me. <laughs> I'm in my pants putting socks on. I can't really... But he was quite chatty. He was super nice. Yeah, Casey, we emailed back with the Ford still. Yeah. Mm. It was an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Continues um, to be an interesting one on Twitter. I am, <laughs> yeah, I am yeah, very... Does, yeah. um, I'm I'm quite proud of the bunch of episodes when we went through the process, the comment process. Yeah, yeah they were good. Yeah. And yeah. Um, David Hine was great on that, man. I mm. really like that. Yeah. yeah, I think each, each week, because um, there's always a stage of comics that you don't know as much about, is there? Whether it's, yeah. you know, if you're, you're a writer, you may not know so much about the colouring. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was interesting watching the, the downloads and things. It's but, usually uh, yeah. data mining guests for what they know about certain subjects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's totally yeah. what it is, yeah. yeah. Ryan K. Lindsay was a, a classic one for that. Like, yeah, you yeah. said about the Kickstarter. I know they, they've changed Kickstarter now, so there's always got that pledge level at the top that's like, pledge 10 pounds or something to the project and it's like i wish you could get get rid of that and just have buy the comic as the first entry yeah because yeah because uh, they have that pledge um even though yeah you know just you're not going to get anything yeah yeah um which is a shame but he, he come up with a lot of good stuff like the whole idea of not doing issue twos and threes have like sub subtitles to your books yeah uh yeah yeah that's that gold i mean i mean i i am quite pleased i mean for all of the nonsense and bullshit we talk and like the self-deprecating humor and, and stuff um but by and large when we have a guest on um they have a good time and they want and they want to come back they yeah, always say, never had anyone say th- who sort of flounced off yeah. or had an argument with is there yeah yeah no. i had an uh, argument with somebody once and you told me off do you remember and it, somebody said that you didn't think kirby was that good and i, I flared up a little bit on the interview <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, the Kirby I episode, call that one. Actually, actually, the Kirby yeah. episode was it was damn good fun when we yeah that was when, good when we looked at Kirby. That yeah, and he kind of knew kind of Kirby like on the, <clears throat> the, the sort of periphery. Of, I sort of mm. read some stuff. I didn't know too much, and in that episode, we'd done like quite a bit of reading. Well, yeah. for yeah. me at least, I'd done quite a bit of reading into Kirby and what yeah. got up to, and I came to appreciate him a lot more. I mean, generally, along all the shows, we've had like my eyes opened as to different comics that was out there. Yeah, uh, it was definitely a hell of a lot more narrowed when before it started. And yeah. we will do a manga one. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. keep promising we I will mean, do one eventually. I mean, we wanted yeah. to do a romance one, and we're so. I mean, seriously, if anyone knows anyone that's yeah. that's written a book about romance comics and stuff, do you know what I mean? The history of them, because you know we want we want to cover all the genres and stuff. Yeah. Like that. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. to shout about the manga one, uh, I've got my son was watching the Netflix thing and there's a Demon Slayer TV series and he just mainlined it like in a week. Mm. And I bought him a couple of the books and I looked up, they released a film that backs onto the TV series in Japan and that was like number one, went fucking mental, like loads right. of money. So the market for them is just, just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. We just need, we need, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Pat Mills on Twitter and like every when I've gone to pick him up for the past couple of weeks after school, all the boys come out clutching a book, a manga book. Wow, okay. Really? With a lunchbox or whatever. Yeah, what nerds. Yeah. <laughs> get your ass kicked <laughs> back in my day, fuck me. Yeah, get a kick get in. killed for yeah. that shit. I kept the fact that I read comics as a secret for 42 years. <laughs> the long con. Yeah. yeah. The, the other yeah. thing I've noticed as well that you can never tell, because obviously we, we don't pay much attention to figures, but we like to see a good episode and you can never tell what's going to be super popular. We ain't got a Scooby-Doo, have we? Mm. No. Sometimes yeah. it's just like this episode and we're like, well, why is that popular? We haven't got a clue. Yeah. 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 I, I do notice occasionally that ones we have a bit of a moan on do become popular. Let's <laughs> 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 get fucking moaning then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in answer to your question, Cliff, there is no answer really. I, I guess, it, you know, I don't get to the any The of one them... Cliff was on, how's that? That's yeah, that's, that's the classic. classic. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, his camera's gone off. Is he? Oh, he's back. He's back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are there any? Yeah. rooms. I don't think we can consider any of our, our episodes classics. I think they're just. No, I'm glad just we made it through. Just a, they look like a pavement pizza if you <laughs> visualise them yeah. in modern art. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, someone learns something from our episodes. Yeah. Or we, uh, gets vaguely turned on. Yeah. Take another question. Yeah. Tom? Let's take another one. Yep. Uh, Rich Sheaf, are you good to ask a question? Or would... Oh, yep, yeah, he's ready. Oh, fucking hell, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> just a Looking motion up. there of like... <laughs> Is it the you way you're... Up. To... You woke me up, dude. <laughs> just nodding <laughs> off gently there. <laughs> but I've asked several stupid questions on the chat. Oh, right, well, I'll pick one of those. Um, okay. uh, guests, uh, which guests haven't you had on that you would like to cover off in the next 300 episodes? I mean, oh, the, the next shout, three, 300. You never know when, yeah. when there's been times when messages have gone between us. You'll never know. You'll never guess who said they were up, are up for joining us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, we've, we've, we've quoted two of them before. So we have messaged Mark Miller, that Miller watch continues. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we have had a, we have, that was, four and a half years ago but we have had a positive reply from Eric Larson and yeah. we're just waiting yeah. for him yeah. to get back to us and that's a biggie for us um, yeah. I, me- I remember the one time when I just I did it on a stupid whim I never do this like oh one day I'd like to talk to this person this person and this person on our little indie comics podcast and pretty much they all said yeah get in touch including the last one who I'm emailing at the moment oh nice one are you yeah okay I would love to get Stan Sakai on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that would be good. Um, I mean, yeah, Sink- Sinkevich, um, <clears throat> yeah. Doug Munch. I, I would, Munch. I would really like to get Steve Niles on a few show because okay. he's he's done so many independent comics. Do you know what I mean? I know he's dabbled in a bit of like Marvel, and I think he's done a bit of some DC as well, hasn't he? But you know, the majority of his stuff is a lot of indie work. I would love to get Kurtman on as well, just to kind of. Uh... See what his things about. Oh, just to go. Oh, I love you. Hello, you, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> What about what about from the indie world though? What about from um, indie comics and stuff like that? What do you think? Oh, um... put me on the spot there, T. Yeah. Oh, this for last, I'd get the man V Rock 
crew back on again. The <laughs> <laughs> you, fu- they are genuinely mental. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that came into our emails and we were like, have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole show was kind of like just, yeah. okay, yeah, what's going to happen next? Yeah, it did take <laughs> off, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, although he does do mainstream, what about Jeff Lemire? I think he'd be good. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of yeah. talk about his creator own stuff. Yeah. I, I did love that the Invincible um, TV show mentioned Underwater Welder. Yes, I heard that. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's a fantastic book. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot really, aren't there? I mean, most most of the people that you know we think of, you could probably just search through the word balloon archives, and you know, John Suntris does. Yeah, yeah, he's got so. Yeah. Many. I mean, I'd have to look at my bookshelf to just glancing up at mine. To be honest, God. Yeah. <laughs> what about non-comics people you'd like to get on? Non. Right, you get to choose a, a non-comics person. Who would how, how, how do you mean? How, how do you mean a non-comics person? Just, well, just to talk to them. I was going to say Serena Williams, but <laughs> <laughs> straight out of the gate there, Tom. Yeah. No, yeah. no worries. Why not? We we'll probably have a lot of listeners. Um, when she's going, what the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah, just just to get. I'd like to just to get a random on, just to like confuse them. Yeah, to start talking no. comments. Yeah, you know, Holly right. Hagen from Geordie Shore. Just oh. get her on. <laughs> that name is ready. Going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> say Jane McDonald? I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, she, we said her in our first episode. We said first her episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Frank Chow. I'd love to get Frank Chow on the show. Yeah, or, that'd be or, great. Yeah, Arthur Adams. Me and yeah, can you get anyone who won't charge us like four grand? To come on. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. soon as you start talking to a publicist, you're like, nah, no, nah, yeah. nah, <laughs> which is fair enough because why, why not? You know, if you that's, yeah. that's what you, you can have is. the entirety of the show budget. Oh, excellent! How much is that? Zero. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> I wear a mask for you. <laughs> the, uh, next question, please. Absolutely yeah. fine. Uh, Damon, oh. Damon, and Helen, are you ready to? Run oh, there you go. Born ready. Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. 300. It's Thank you. Incredible achievement, guys. And thanks, man. Cheers. I genuinely, don't know how you've lasted this long. <laughs> I know. We haven't, even had, we haven't even had a fallout, have we? I know. It's I know the ex- the expiry date was years ago. So, Damien, <laughs> are you going to be going to Thought Bubble, even though you're not going to be exhibiting? I'm, I'm going to go and protest outside. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty well, protest. Well, I was going to, but then yeah. they've brought this law in now, which means I'll do 10 years, and I don't fancy doing 10 years. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Does it count if you just do a dirty protest on the doorstep and walk away? <laughs> I could do. To be fair, though, it's Yorkshire, so I would be tell. You know yeah, that's I mean? true. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Apologies, any Yorkshire people. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's get the question quick. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm going to have to mute soon, frankly. This is <laughs> Given, all right, my our question is, given yeah. that Netflix, uh, they seem to be dipping the toes into the world of small press and helping young budding creators, um, you know, there's that guy that recently signed up, um, Oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves. So <laughs> I understand that they have green-lighted, and this is hot off the press, ACP the movie. How oh, brilliant is that? The problem is <laughs> they're not sure what the genre should be, and they're not sure who they should cast in the, uh, the main leads. So question to you guys. I guess you get to pick your own genre and your own leads. I mean, I'm thinking it's probably going to be something like one of the old Confessions yeah. yeah, kind of movie. Classic. No, I can Classic. definitely see um, Robin Asquith coming out of retirement doing Vince, but you know, apart from yeah. that, no. I'm going to say doing Vince. Yeah, I'd watch him doing Vince. <laughs> Tom, 
Newton. In your head. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I, I think that would be a good good fit. No. Me and uh, another member on this call, Jason, we saw uh, Robin Asquith recently. Didn't we, Jason? He's not. He's not he's got his mic on. But I think he'd be a good good pick for you, Vince. He's no. still looking around. Yeah, he's still. He's like, isn't he like How many times can I say no? <laughs> I'd probably be Dickie Davis. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Fat Russell Crowe, but he's pretty fucking fat anyway, and he let's face it. So we're sorted then. If you're yeah, listening, right. if, if listening, that's an all star lineup. Yeah, is Orson Welles alive? It doesn't matter. He, even Orson dead, Welles. Like, yeah. Awesome. Yes. Get in, eh? <laughs> I guess yeah. uh, comedy slice of life. Do you know what? I, I think it. I think it probably no. It'd be a true crime documentary, and people would be talking about us, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think we could do like some quarantine diaries. Maybe you know what we did today, yeah. that sort of thing. Might turn it into a, a I mean, movie. I mean, look, I mean, looking It'd be at be fucking l- boring for me. Have <laughs> 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 you four pm? Had a wank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you now. Four oh five. I'll tell you, it's difficult right, right. to have a wank in this mask. I tell you that now. It's not easy. Uh, what you? What you filter, do it into the, the mask? Filter. No, whilst wearing it. And oh right. Else. Okay, I was about yeah. to say. Yeah, I hope you watch yeah. it. Sorry, Helena. <laughs> Helena, I know you asked that question. I feel bad now. <laughs> Good. I think that's all right. Yeah. So yeah, we're going yeah. erotic, erotic, no. some kind of curtain twitching, erotic fiction. Um, all three of us slicing and tailing life. in a nice big queen size bed. Stand yeah, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we could do like where we just keep slapping each other and the comedy noises come up. You know, the boy line. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Not, the, not uh, I keep on wanting the ding dong doorbell effect added into the show. Yeah, he won't. He refuses, isn't he? He won't do it. Yeah, won't do it. No, no, it's, it's, no, it's become a moral thing for him now. Yeah, he won't do it. I think. I think we should have mid nineties Paulie Shaw playing Tony, and <laughs> and and who's the other Baldwin that was in Biodome with Paulie Shaw? That's <laughs> <Is> Dan. Is it? <laughs> is it, is it Alec? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alec. Yeah. Dan Butcher, European Gigolo. Yeah, I'd watch that. Worldwide Gigolo, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Look at that landing. Strip. There's a standard. There's a standard. No, yeah. more like just Kent Gigolo. So, as, as, Kent as, Gigolo. So, he gave me caravan. Right. <laughs> so, as you can tell, people, it's going to be a disaster movie. Whatever, whatever yeah. fucking happens. Um, and Nicholas Cage is going to play all three of us at once. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'd watch the shit out of that. Rachel yeah. would. Yeah. Rachel loves it, yeah. Rachel's yeah. on the call, isn't she? Mm. Yeah. Can't see her now. Right. Which one? She's right. sitting there drawing. Good. Quick Young fire. Tom. Excellent question, thank you. Yes. Uh, John Ottaway with a... Uh, oh, here we go. Very go, spicy John. question. How'd you cut a body up? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm way ahead of you on that, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Long time listener, first time caller. Um <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a comic not not a, quite a favourite but a comic you really like that just has one panel or scene or page in it that stops it from being a favourite oh man Ooh. that's a real tough one oh that's yeah that's Christian John uh, that's almost a show to itself isn't it you know when yeah how about the walking dead issue where she gets shot whilst pregnant I'm not familiar no, with that one yeah, that went. We've seen that one. That's yeah. like, no. oh my god, what yeah. just happened? And that was the last yeah. page, wasn't it? Doesn't it? It, it goes straight. I read through. it. In, read it yeah. in the trade, but like, 
Yeah, that's the one that nobody talked about for like ten years, did they? Mm. It was just yeah. yeah, yeah, that was quite a shocking one. Yeah, that's a real tough one, John. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head that that's the case in. Oh God, one panel as well. Do you know what I mean it's like? Yeah, or should we say just a sequence as well? Yeah, that's a sequence. In it that... Oh. Yeah, it really done me there. I'm a re- I, I really hate where superheroes lose their powers. It really fucks me off in a comic. I'm yeah. not a fan of that. No, I hate it. That's actually happened to all of them, hasn't it? I know it does, and it really puts me off. I think it's not the reason I'm reading the comic to see you with no powers, you know. Mm. But uh, I, I, and it makes me tense. I feel like I don't want to. It, it's getting to me. I don't want. I don't want it to happen to them, you know. Yeah. But whenever that enough. happens, sometimes I go, "Oh no." I know yeah. it's an aside, but when people keep on fucking espousing that opinion of like, why can't Bruce Wayne just give all these money to... Yeah, I think that's a really person. valid opinion. Oh, that's God, a really good fucking important question. Every time. I really want to see Bruce Wayne having meetings. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, want to see I like it when the Avengers yeah. sit around and watch telly together. I think that's why I'm spending money on this comic. I really <laughs> I like that. Sort of that, that brings you back. I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, that Ultimates 3, reading that, and then like all the uh. Avengers are sitting around watching a bootleg pornographic video of Black Widow yeah. and Tony Stark having sex and I was like oh this that's fucking, a good one that's, yeah, a, this good that's, a, that's a very good one yeah because I remember yeah. that was that may have been I don't know it's, it, I guess it's the only one I can think of that had a very visceral oh I don't like yeah. this and I, I wanted to like it because I'm a big fan of Joe Madurai's artwork and stuff but um, that was a really weird. That was a really that was a big key change. That's why I didn't. Like yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, I mean, real... Thor's yeah. voice was completely different. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a mess that series. And, and there was a, an implied incestuous relationship between Pietro and uh, yeah. Wanda, and it's like just imply it. You don't have to fucking hit it on the nose. Yeah, you just went yeah. turned straight into it and just absolutely asked that up as well. Yeah, it was generally. I don't, I don't think I read past the first issue on that. I was just so uninterested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember I was once on an Alpha Flight podcast. He's here somewhere. Here we go. And, uh, yeah. I I just presumed that Aurora and Northstar were at it as brother and sister, and I remember there'd just been a slight silence, and then where is he? He's here, Mister Hopkins. Going what? <laughs> 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 He'd like that silence then. Yeah, yeah. I'd never considered that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it is a tricky one, like. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Mm, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna have to defer to you, Dan. I think that's the that's, that's the best one that I can think of. That's the only one I can recall. Okay. The only one I can recall. I'm yeah. sure there's others. I mean, because I, you know, we've all been sort of reading stuff, and as it goes on, you're let down slowly, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? As yeah. as the series goes on, you're like, this isn't really. I gave up on it, man. I didn't. It was yeah. just wasn't for me. No. It was yeah. too big a change. It was. It wasn't the one I was yeah. buying I'm into. Yeah. Desperately trying to be edgy. Mm. Just edge lord crap. I do, I do, I do think it is. It can be difficult to stick the landing of, of a, a mini series or a limited series or things like that. I mean, sometimes they end really abruptly, don't they? Who was the writer on that one? It was um, changed, didn't it? Jeff, Jeff Loeb, Loeb, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Loeb, yeah. yeah. I was reading Unity, which used to be. Do you remember when Valiant was good? It was the the team book, and. Yeah. Um, Who's the character who sort of, she's a larger lady and floats, she's got a fight. Faith, is it? Yeah. Faith, that's right. Yeah. Mm. And Faith joins the team and she starts sort of, suddenly they turn the dialogue into that snarky comment back stuff that they were yeah. doing and she starts, so oh, I didn't realise you were so nice. And, you know, it's just like, in like, nah, put it aside, didn't read any more of it, mm. it's nonsense. Yeah. It's that yeah. thing of like people, characters talking like they're on Twitter. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just kind of yeah. like. Yeah, 
yeah. if every, everyone starts sounding the same, all the characters start sounding the same, it's fucking awful. It really yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, it does. And I think it's a bit of that going on. But that, that, that ruined it for me. That It was in the last trade, so it wasn't too bad. But mm, yeah. Okay. Remember, remember Valiant. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Who did they get distrib- distributed by? Is it still Diamond? I think they've just got yeah. a bloke on a bike who takes them around the shops. <laughs> <laughs> to the two customers. <laughs> Good. Um, so, Tom Stewart, you ready to rumble? Is he? Where is oh. he? Where is he? Tom Stewart. Podcast from another mother. There he is. I see, oh, him. Tom. I see him now. Hey, Tom. Hello, Tom. I'm here. Hello. Hello, Hello babes. Hello, Hello. <laughs> Sorry, it's this, uh, it's this uh, Scottish country bumpkin. This, this internet doesn't work here. <laughs> Can I figure this out? Yeah. Just blame Cliff. Uh, That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Always do. Um, so you guys, you guys have had uh, a comics series. And he's cut, cut out to me a bit. His question was so controversial that... Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they cut it off. Did you? You're back now, Tom. Do you just to want to repeat again. that, mate? Sorry, that. Oh, did I disappear? Oh, for yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it. Try again. Sorry, babes. No, you guys have done a, a comic series, interviewed loads of guests, done a live show, done a drink and draw. Is there anything else you want to do with the podcast? Oh, that's a good point. Netflix series. No. Um, <laughs> ACP the cruise. Burn it to the <laughs> no, I've always uh, wanted to do uh, a con. I get a con organised. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and essentially be like a non-profit con yeah. where we can kind of like get a hall or a, a premises between us, and we can all rock up and yeah. set up a table and start flogging our comics. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's the thing. Yeah, we have sort of we've thrown ideas for that around over a few beers and stuff during conventions and things. Um, and you know, fair play to everyone that does conventions and stuff because i know there's so many loopholes and all the, all the organizing and stuff so if we were to do something like that in the future if conventions ever happen again of course they will we're all going to be back, back together yeah um you know if we do something like that it would be small wouldn't it It would be quite a very small to begin yeah, with more. um yeah but I, i'd love that oh you know if if funds were no issue, do you know what I mean? If yeah, you didn't yeah. have, if if you didn't have to think about anything, I I I'd, I'd love to be a publisher. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think series and stuff. Just dipping into, I mean, dipping into the convention thing. I think it's only a step up from what we did at the two hundred, which I really enjoyed. That was really good. Where we just have yeah. a few tables. We have a slightly bigger room. We have a few tables around the room. I think that yeah. would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, that work all right. And let's face it, we only buy each other's comics. Nobody actually comes in off the street. <laughs> no, and no, but I mean, the in. whole point of a convention is to get these comics, and the whole point of this show is to get the comics in, under into new hands. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. you might drag some drunk up from downstairs. You yeah, know, Vince, don't you yourself down, man. You did bam. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, did yeah. Bam, didn't you? And that yeah. that was, I mean, I hardly did. I mean, Rachel did all of the leg. You tell me work. you did all the hard lifting on that one, mate. Not yeah. now, Tony. Not now. This is a different she's, tune. She's <laughs> yeah. on the show. No, no, <laughs> no. Rachel Lee Carr and the guys—they did um, like just amazing work with that, and that is so. And that's that was hard enough for them. Yeah. I think you know. So it, it is. It can be a real it's a completely different skill set. Yeah, than I, anything I wouldn't I've know. Got. I wouldn't yeah. know where to start. Do you know what I mean? I, I hats I, off I, to anyone who does run a contest. Yeah. I just uh, sorry, I've got to mention this. Damien's put, if you do a convention, remember not to invite Helena and him. 
Just so we're clear. Just okay, to keep right, the yeah. continuity okay, going. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's write that down. <laughs> yeah. You'll be first on the list. You know that. Yeah. 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 Um, um, but being a publisher is an interesting one because it's kind of something I'm sort of, me and um, Adam are dipping our toe in now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You can see Adam, yeah. he's, he's yeah. the one that's his magnum PI on the screen. The, yeah. um, <laughs> You're Adam. Adam's in the audience. <laughs> he's not, he's not paying yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's with Kickstarter and with Patreon it's an easier thing to manage you're not there's not a huge outlay now yeah i think and also with print on demand as well i think it's um it's a possible hmm. um i think the problem with us being a publisher vince is that we would have to turn people down yeah i mean that yeah that's yeah. that i mean that's where i would come undone <laughs> i don't i don't want to turn anyone down I've heard that sounds yeah. a bit weird but the, yeah but i know sarah's doing a fine job on the acp yeah. anthology and yeah. um She's sort of um, ruining it, running it with a, an iron, iron fist. She almost said ruining a, it. Ruining, Sarah, ruining. Sarah, she's ruining it. Great yeah, yeah, work yeah. on it. Yeah, she's <laughs> ruining people. She's saying this is shit. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it I think it's a difficult thing one. to manage. Yeah, yeah. yeah remember yeah. when Ken Reynolds was talking about doing uh, his anthology, which the name of which escapes me, and there was the artist sliced, sliced mm. and he had the artist who kind of just cut up really funny and like, oh you're not using this having to deal with those problems is just like oh man well um, yeah when you're dealing with egos and we've even just reviewing books we've hit the problem of egos haven't we you know and it's uh mm-hmm. people often find it very difficult to be criticized and mm-hmm. i think if you were editing yeah. a comic it's something you have to do you know yeah and i mean the- getting your artwork knocked back from a kind of community project even if you if you are getting paid for it it's it might be tough uh, yeah. I think I'd certainly be like, oh, fucking hell, okay. But yeah. if it's as long as it's in the kind of mindset of trying to make the the project as as good as it can be, mm. uh, like I say, egos can be bruised. Yeah, well, I think the subscription model is a good thing. I think the like we're doing a Patreon from Tribute, and I think that's got to be. And I know Lee Richardson's the one who turned a lot of people on after that episode. A lot of people yeah. were talking about it, and I think that's a really good um, way to do it. Yeah, yeah, good platform to run it on. Yeah. As long as you're reliable, I think that's fine. And you're giving people content. Really, yeah, you know, decent content and, and stuff. You're not having to worry about will this next book sell? Will I make yeah. my money back to do the next one? You yeah. know, you're it's like a subscription, so you're you're fine for the moment. You know, you watch the numbers come and go. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, but even someone of given a, a dollar a month to read the comic, mm. that's yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I yeah. think I think another um, interesting uh, project would be an art exhibition. Independent okay. comic, comic book. That's a good shout. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, think yeah. that would, you know to put on a proper. There's people who've got exhibition. like in the audience now. And yeah, yeah. That... I know people yeah. in the audience now have run it. I know Gareth, yeah. uh, Al Henderson. Uh, yeah. yeah, a few people have run it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, because if you framed up some work and got him in a gallery, yeah, all different type, all different types you... of artwork. You know, sort of yeah. open, open people's eyes up to the different sort of art art that there is in the yeah small press world and stuff. So yeah, definitely. I think I think that would be a, a fun little project for in the future, something a bit different. Yeah, I generally like uh, the small press in the UK to kind of and and elsewhere is like to kind of get ratcheted up in people's eyes so it had a lot more yeah. exposure and people could see it more because uh, I just feel like the scene's got bigger and bigger over the last couple of years. Yeah, and uh, it's still relatively kind of yeah. I mean, we've all complained about that when uh, uh, a mention in the press it's all about uh cosplayers either the, yeah. how great their costume is or how little they're wearing of it mm. which yeah. is pretty unscrupulous that's but... why i'm dressed like this yeah yeah, yeah. what <laughs> bringing the cosplay crowd 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no master at kind of like talking to the press to try and get sort of attention, as it were. Yeah. Uh, does it? I mean, how much does it really sell? You know, unless you're in the Observer or something. I mean, how how much does a review or a you know it doesn't really shift numbers, does it? You know, I I think especially no. um, this could be a this is another topic in in general talking about reviews and journalism and stuff as well, but certainly with these days you have people bombing review sites just to try and get a hashtag trending or something like that is devaluing a lot of reviews so much that they you know what is what is the value of a review now we we know yeah. that you get a good review and it can help you buy the book but mm. sometimes That's... you know even on these sites that we will not name them you know <laughs> i'm not discounting the fact that there's probably a, an article or a review or two they're actually decent on there I'm going to well, say I it. Think, it can't all be shit. No, it's not. It's yeah. not. But I think I think the way that well, I mean, we've shifted a few books for people, and I think it's through the enthusiasm we have for them. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. That's why. I, I, mean, I mean, that's why you have like, to have that community who buy into what you're saying as well first. Yeah. That's the way I, I, I treat this as. I read it. You know, like you're down the a pub or like at a convention, like. The amount of times at a convention that someone said, "Have you seen this book? This is great," and I've gone off to the table and bought it. Got it. Yeah, it's a definitely. recommendation. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Doing I've it. taken yeah. recommends. I'd rather take recommends from the community, the small yeah. press community, than because yeah. we've come kind of into that state now where, like, we can we trust reviewers to be saying what they should be saying because they might not get yeah. further copies of the book. Oh, they're just they're mates been. of theirs, or yeah. Christ, yeah, or it's a worthy cause. They're not addressing themselves to the comic; they're addressing yeah. themselves to the cause yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I hope yeah. a, a lot of um, people. I know there's certainly loads of people that are in the group chat now and like our listeners and stuff that could give us a long list of stuff that we've never heard of. Um, that we'd absolutely love, um, but I, yeah, I not say, manga though. I don't know. Like <laughs> there he is, poking, <laughs> the, poking the bear. Um, no, but I, I, I hope that a lot of people, even if they've got their sort of weekly big publisher, I'm not calling them big two anymore, but a big publisher um, purchases and stuff, they they still occasionally just step out and just see what's out there. That they, you know, a, a creator or a book that they've never heard of, because that's how I've become a fan of so many creators. That's how we've got in touch with so many people Edison Neo absolutely yeah that's that. a good one absolutely yeah. love that series and that was purely because I was surfing comicsology it was 79p an issue and I was like this looks great and like you know and then I talked to him he's a fantastic guy and and like just loves comics and it's just I hope more and more people like search out stuff that they've never heard of take a chance on something I you really do. I do I also think beyond that V I think we really need to stretch out of our bubble yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think there's, and for me, the way to do that at the moment is Instagram. That's how I'm discovering new people, definitely. But also, cons are the perfect vehicle yeah. for that because the people want to buy the product. They're in the location. They've got as, an interest. In as it. long as the con diversifies its invites, I think we are seeing some conventions these days who are inventing, inviting the same old guests and mm. the same people to tables. I'm worried about that. Yeah, I know Stu's on, and I know Stu always tries to get different guests every year. I know it's not always easy, but the um, I think I think I'm not going to name the convention, but a certain convention that everyone was a bit hot about this week. I'm like, who are these <laughs> the same old guests again? Bloody hell, just their mates again. I'm bored. Yeah, you know? there's no one there. That I'm really kind of chomping at the bit to see. I, I, no. I'm there to see all the other small press people and sell my comics. Social, yeah, 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 yeah. Get drunk. That's it. Mm. I don't know how we're gonna. Everyone socialising at, at 
that event is going to be able to handle it because it's going to be so, many people, are, so many people want to see. Yeah, let's just do that, get it over yeah. with, and then yeah. pressure's like off. That, that, that scene in the movie Society. Yeah, oh, yeah. Be like that yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in, in each other. Anyway, Tom, should we have another question? Yeah, while we talk of all she's at cons, let's bring on Stuart Moraine from uh, yes. <laughs> True Believers. <laughs> He's been in a few. Is Stu still around? Yes, sorry, I was trying to unmute. Oh, hi, Stu. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, about my orgy. No, um, <laughs> yeah. Stuart Moraine reporting for This Boy's Life magazine. Um, with the you popular... got the old, oh, Superman curl going on now. Do you like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, my, yes, I got the same yeah. problem at the back as you. Yeah, I'm, I'll, 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 you bought it from this boy's life. I'll be reporting from Nambler magazine. Yeah, oh, we should do a crossover. Yeah, should do. Yeah, cross the streams. All right. Um, with the popularity and demand for comic book uh, properties on film and TV, have comic books become less about developing the characters and more about building the IP instead? And the sub question that is: Do you think this affects publishers' choices in launching new titles and characters? Yeah, it's interesting. So, for, so just to clarify there, so. Is it more about developing IP for other mediums yeah. rather than developing the story? So less about telling a good Superman story and more about keeping What's going to happen in the yeah. Snyder Cut or something, yeah? yeah. It's concerning yeah. that they, a lot of comics, not a lot, you do get the, the Netflix pitch, which is essentially just a comic book in, as a Netflix pitch, and they kind of put this thing together, and it's like it feels like this is solely put together just to try and get yourself, get it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know how everyone else is, but I'm kind of. I don't. I would never want to produce a comic. I, I kind of produce a comic to where I want to make a comic. I don't want to make a fucking TV series or and, a film. And that's. I mean, that's how uh, certainly a lot of. I would say probably animated shows that you see get bought into like these streaming services less so than the live action ones. A lot of these ones that are being bought up are originally they're they're books that people have made for themselves. You know these quirky indie titles, and all of a sudden they get a Netflix deal. Do you know what I mean? Because these these people are just. They're making the, they're making a story that they want to read. I think when it comes to like the the bigger um, publishers or these franchise characters, um, certainly now I I would say you know there's people above sort of saying we need to push this. Let's write this into it. Do you know what I mean? There's there's far but, more um, people stirring if, the pot than just the editors now. If you was working for Marvel or DC, you're never going to do that now, are you? You're never going to be able to create a property that gets put on netflix because they will have they own that story and own those ideas so they can take them and and develop them as they wish i presume a lot of those writers now would want to build up their own kind of name Mm. and image and credos and then go outside and make their own independent project well that's the old the old kirkman manifesto was all about that one that's what it was about Yeah. yeah i think we're about to hit a point now with marvel i think marvel is going to significantly change in the next year because we have started this continuous rollout now of marvel tv series which will affect the whole line of comics, and they will get in line with Netflix from now on. Um, if I was if I was the business manager at Marvel, that's how I'd run it. I know they probably won't because they would. They would. They would. So we. I got... don't know why they don't have an MCU line of comics that, that, that directly runs alongside the TV series and what these characters do off screen. They do occasionally try, don't they, with a sort of shitty photo cover. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, terrible! Yeah, but, uh, I don't want a yeah, prequel yeah. comic. Yeah. I fucking hate them. I mean, Master Kung Fu, back to Master Kung Fu, but that's coming out in September. And where, where's the comic now? It's it ended one run. It had a one-off. It's about to start another run, which will probably be five issues, and it will be it will be gone. What was the yeah. one you reviewed, Tony? That one that didn't go down too well. Oh, the, the one-off. Yeah, the Legend of yeah. Shang Chi. It was awful. Mm. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 I won't go into why, but yeah. Well, you know, yeah. even like 
if you because obviously like all these cinematic properties they take years to develop and to, to film and stuff and i know publishing is always working so many months ahead as well why not just sort of say when that lands let's have a mini event about this character do you know what i mean yeah, just all well, let's that. actually reprint their old books yeah, like they, did yeah. with the Vision. they didn't do with the Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. No, you couldn't buy Vision and Scarlet Witch you know, yeah. to save, to save yeah. your life when the, the series is on. Yeah. Everyone still um, goes running to uh, eBay to try and yeah. scoop up. Yeah. I presume yeah. that's what happened oh. like after the last episode of Winter Soldier, that they all went to eBay to try and scoop up the uh, Isaiah Bradley Captain America. Well, hopefully, yeah. Story. Yeah, the truth comic, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the... I mean, this leads into my amazing conspiracy theory that they're pushing us all into the app. Yeah. Where are you going to find I it? Think, you know, I think there's some truth to that. I, I, think, uh, I mean, you know, take away all of the the, the big corporate um, speak or the franchises or all the all the cogs that work behind. I'm just really disillusioned and just sort of disappointed with some of the comics that are out there now right now it just it just seems like it's it's forgettable um yep and well, I, that's think, because, I think that's, that's because of the movies they're worried about changing the status yeah. quo in the comics yeah because, you know. yeah and i think that's that's a shame because like you know the, these all, all of these runs that no matter what publisher or, or whatever and certainly it's going to happen the same with you know invincible because that's a mate that's a major hit as well do you know what i mean the thing things that people remember are when people took a chance or did something shocking or, you, you know, it's sort of... But as much as The Invincible is great, you've got to look at the fact that... Where, where's The Invincible comics? You know. I mean, I will say this. They've probably had a bump in those omnibuses since this Hopefully. Anime. Hopefully, yeah. This, yeah. This anime, yeah. And I, I, know, I know Comixology. I looked on it. They did a sale, S- didn't they? Sale, yeah. you know. So it's oh, okay. I think Kirkman... I think he's always been pretty savvy in, like... Let's get, this, so. let's get yeah. this content. Because the amount of Walking Dead stuff... But he's got a bit of previous for it, and he stopped creating the comic for the walking dead as well yeah. <laughs> you know yeah um yeah but the, what is selling the trades are selling aren't they well hopefully anyway the, yeah you know the, yeah you'd like to think so yeah yeah i don't think that's a series that's ever really had a it's been kind of an evergreen um omnibus and graphic novel series it's it? a trade yes. series yeah trade, trade reading yeah. series isn't it? it's yeah. one of those ones it, that i need to read it's you keeps know, popping I, up in the uh new york times bestseller when they release yeah, yeah. New, right Companion, so yeah. and I know they've released all those novels as well, haven't they? Yeah. So. Which is, I mean, which is good on them because writing an independent comic superhero s- series is nigh on impossible most of the time compared to because you're compa- always compared to. We got. It'd be interesting to see how Jupiter's is it Legacy? I always yeah. forget the name of the yeah. Miller series when yeah. that comes out and that performs. Interesting. It does look a little. When I see, I've only seen screenshots of it or stills of it, there's a little boys element to it in the images. It's, it's that's that boy, again, that's, is that's it, the boys it? TV show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not yeah. The boys. Yeah, not that's really kind of like defined the uh, period or a look, hasn't it? The boys TV show. It's like, oh, this is superheroes aren't for kids anymore. They're like yeah. adults and. Yeah, I was chatting to Alan Purdy about that, and um, hopefully they do that um, hero gasm in the next season. So that will be good. Mm. <laughs> Can anyone see? We need more comic. Yeah. We need more superhero comics for kids because otherwise, it's all going to fucking die in the next fifteen years. Yeah. In terms of publishing comics. Anyway, on that cheery note, uh, hang on, we've got some. I can just see here, we've got some breaking news. Oh. Uh, Dan, yes. Dan, what is the breaking news we've got? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, a uh, long running feature that as everyone's called back for, uh, it's not true, is uh, <laughs> sex robot news. Sex so robot news. Sex, sex robot news. 
This is this is interesting. I want your feedback and your opinions on this story because oh god, uh, I find this man to be a little bit of a hypocrite, and you'll see why as I read the story. Oh, the robots are already cut. The robots, the robots have already decided. Oh, no. zero, zero, one, zero, They're already one, penetrating one. you, Dan. <laughs> the robots are penetrating the you. The robots are coming. Yeah. Right, let's, yeah. let's, try that. let's try that again, ready? Okay, yeah, go, 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 go. Go. Right, right. Uh, sex robot inventor says having baby with his Android lover will be, quote, extremely simple. Sergey Santos in relationship with Android as well as human wife of 16 years. A sex robot creator has claimed that he'll soon be able to have a baby with his own robot lover. Sergey Santos, an electric engineer and expert in AI, also believes that it's just a matter of time before machines are doing human jobs and marrying into human families. Sergey uh, Santos is a virgin, yeah. I'd like to point that out. <laughs> right, listen, if you ask his or not. The designer says having regulated the course of his robot called Samantha has improved his sex life with Miss Kimimitsky. But Santos, who is planning to build a male sex robot, admits he worries how the reverse situation could affect their relationship. I think I would feel jealous if she used the male sex robot, he, t- he told Barcroft. If I found out she likes the male dog better than me in that sense, and she doesn't want to be with me, I'd get a divorce. <laughs> What's happening to the world? Generates. Yeah. So what, it's, it's all right for him to have a sex doll that he brings into the relationship. Yeah. But- well, let me, let me put it this way, Dan. If you, if you brought a sex doll home, would um, Mrs. Guns get jealous? Fucking hell. Uh, this is the probably, point where I edit the show and you just be, be, probably be killed <laughs> on the spot. Killed on sight. Because you, I think the phrase you said to me is, if I had a sex doll, I would ruin it all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He's frozen. That's it's a brilliant a, point. <laughs> brilliant. All of a sudden he gets cut off the call and it's like, well, she was obviously, she was obviously in the group chat and we didn't realise. He, uh, he mentions that he's going to design the robot that his wife would take as a lover. So Zimby's just going to give her a really small, give it a really small <laughs> penis to make it really the, ugly. Uh, the 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 uh, the dong two thousand, yeah yeah. It's like, oh no! Hold on, there, there's your robot over there. It's like, yeah, but it's like the size of a primordial dwarf. It's got a face <laughs> so I could drop the Santa. So yeah, that's the robot lover. You, I'd yeah. 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 I thought you'd like him. I thought you'd like him. Yeah. I really like him. I, I bought mean, you this I mug mean, tree for is, Christmas as well. If she still chooses that. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Imagine how bad that you'd feel Despite. if she still shags the dropless on your face. Sorry, robot. human. She has picked me. <laughs> I do it on purpose. Stairs. I do it on purpose. Yeah. I think that robot's got a really good personality. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, yeah. Really, he's a great that. listener. <laughs> I, I tell you what, not enough people are talking about the robots in this story, are they, really? I mean, yeah, robot representation. That's what you need. Yeah. 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 Robots have got feelings too. No, they haven't. Yeah. There you go. I tell you so, what, yeah. so that's this... why we dropped that feature. Yeah, that was a good that's feature. why we dropped that feature <laughs> because there's absolutely no nutritional content or information or anything. Not even any protein as you keep getting. No, it, was just, it wasn't. It was just occasionally kept on jump uh, coming up, cropping up in the show. In yeah. your internet surfing yeah. history, yeah. yeah, Dan. Yeah. Dan's got a little. Yeah. Uh, it just pings whenever a bit of robot sex news turns up. Yeah, um, all over that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's not Blade Runner yet, is it? Let's face it. Literally. You know, it's not that lady <laughs> yeah, with the snake yeah. in Blade Runner yet, is it? Yeah. I'm still waiting. Yeah. 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 Waiting a long time, T. So <laughs> <you're> worth it. <laughs> back, back, back to the comics. Tom, do we have another question? Now? Oh, we've got so many questions. Uh, talking, <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, I've got things. a lot of questions after yeah. what Dan just said. 
Talking of things coming together, uh, Sam, do you want to crack on, man? Yeah, sure. Uh, first Hello, of all, glad Sam. to hear the manga episode is confirmed. Hello. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, uh, it's for the question, um, what is the ACP's origin story? How did you blokes come together? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. There's a joke there. The first episode is literally the first time we were all on the pod together, wasn't it? Which, you both, which you've both had a re-listen to, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, we listened yeah. to it during the week. That's right, and it's still the same dynamic. It's still you trying to control us. I, I mean, I mean <laughs> the, the, the massive review that is, it's listenable. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's all right. It's, it's not a bit short. It's like an hour and twenty or something. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, well, a lot we of nervous energy. I think you said Dan, didn't you? There's a bit of nervous energy. Yeah, in there. Bit, a bit of nervous energy. Well, it was the first time I'd ever spoken to Dan Butcher. Was yeah. it the first time you'd ever spoken, like yeah. verbally? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we'd only send messages back and forth. Yeah. I remember Vince sending me uh, the Red Mask issue one PDF like yeah. earlier yeah. that week. Yeah, we were just. And you, you, you want to come on the podcast? I was like, yeah, all right then. Yeah, we'd met really twice, know. Vince, didn't we? We'd met yeah. two conventions. So uh, we met Nottingham, Comica yeah, and Nottingham, yeah. yeah. And I took pictures of you at both. He, he didn't have to, but yeah. he did. No. I don't know what Check he's done. Out. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was literally, I think it was a conversation that um, me and oh. me, me, Dan, then and Tony jumped in on just sort of like, oh, I love, I love, you know, listen to a lot of podcasts. Love to listen to a show that talks about indie comics and making comics because I want to steal ideas. I mean, learn things off people, and um, yeah, it just all came together, you know. And then we just kept it to us three because we thought that'd be sensible. That's the wrong word for it. Uh, manageable <laughs> to just to see how it goes. I went away for like probably about six months actually, didn't I? It was a long to... time. I remember the time you spoke to me was. Um... I think it was the same day I was going to be on 11 o'clock comics for the first time. Do you remember we had a conversation and I'd taken a picture of Hendon police training school, which was the age of Ultron set. Yeah. And I'd sent it to you and then we started chatting about it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, then we just did, we decided because the important thing is always, there's a, has to be a structure. There has to be a schedule to it. That's why we've always kept the same, day for recording episodes and thank you to everyone joining us this evening for for recording on a sunday night but sometimes like depending on the get uh, time zones or whether if someone's away yeah. we will we'll be flexible with that but we've always I quite like it a... oh look at that there you go thanks mm. andrew the uh the um i like it because it, i you know obviously we're waiting on the monday to go to work which is everyone dreads going to work on a monday morning mm. don't they and this sort of prolongs the evening yeah yeah that's how i like it and i think Pete Dory said that a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? He says, "Oh, it's like some little little hitchhiker's quote for you. It's a long, dark tea time of the soul, isn't it? It's like that, but we're yeah. doing this instead." Yeah, so. it's a nice way to finish the weekend without thinking, "Oh yeah. God, got work tomorrow." I get horny by the Bergerac thing. I thought you said get, you get horny yeah, by I the Bergerac thing. Yeah, I was about. I need to listen that, to the Bergerac. Does that work well, too? Is it? I, I need that to ties into that ties into the school. <laughs> like hearing the birds rap theme was like oh my god school's tomorrow and it's sunday night yeah like, all right oh. mine yeah. was just hiding from brother lawrence that's <laughs> sunday night you know yeah fucking hell Jeez. the running man style game show through the, <laughs> the yeah, school shows brother lawrence hunts one of you down trying to yeah. lift his cassock up yeah so <laughs> god i got dark yeah it did oh, yeah. but yeah that's that how we started and that now like I don't know. Me and Dan met the night before, didn't we, Dan? We had a coffee two nights before or something. Yeah, I met you, you at, yeah, uh, yeah, at the base of the shard. Yeah. I wonder what you're going <laughs> to say then. Euphemism. 
<laughs> and we had a chat, and I thought it was going to turn into a big piss up, and you went, I've got to go now, and you left. Oh, and sorry, I yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine, I'm joking. <laughs> we had a quick coffee. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. You're all good for yeah. tomorrow night. I yeah. said, have you met Vince before? And he went, yeah, met him, he's all right. And he's a like, twat, okay, yeah. Where's yeah. 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 <laughs> that? Fucking hell. <laughs> and then I still can't cope with Vince without a beard. It still freaks me out. I don't know why. Why? Are you going to grow your beard back? I don't know. I just... <laughs> Who else I, am I going to ask? Yeah. I see how I feel about it. Uh, don't okay. don't twirl your moustache like that, Alan. I can fucking see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not many that. left of us beardless ones, is there? In the uh... well, you, well, Dan, you've never been. I mean, your face is made out of like smooth vinyl, so you've never been able to grow. <laughs> I can't grow a beard. You, just let it go, <laughs> yeah, man. Just, just, just let I it did, go. I let it go for like when lockdown started. Let it go for about three months. And what did you have? Barely, there was nothing there. I like, looked out when there was a strong wind; it all blew off. <laughs> Is it? Are you like that all over though? Is he like that downstairs as well? Or um, oh, does anyone wait to find out? T. <laughs> oh God! Thank God this isn't a YouTube channel. Um, no. <laughs> Well, the, th- the thing is, I-, I have a problem at the moment because my hair's slightly longer. If I start growing a beard again, when it gets to the stubble stage, I look like the dad from Shameless, and I fucking it's shaved. As much- <laughs> I can't live with that, so I've got to sh- shave it. I don't know, fucking Frank Gallagher. Fuck that. Yeah. Can we just mention the absolutely amazing artwork we got sent through? Yeah, we've had a couple of bits now, haven't we? Yeah. So, so Drew's uh, done the something, um, and we just got something from from Dave as well, don't we? Oh, very cool. fuck, that's, Dave. A, that's amazing. Thank you very yeah. much, everyone. Can you? Can you? Is anywhere a screen sharing that, Tom? Um, yes. I mean, I mean, yes. it, oh, it's no, I'm, set, I'm set up everything. Yeah. Right, yeah. Hold on, yeah. one yeah. second. I mean, it's fairly pointless on an audio show. We can keep chatting. Yeah, we can keep chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> look at that. How cool is that? Yes. We, we will post all this stuff that everyone's talking about. We will post this. Yeah. Um, Probably on the Facebook group, and probably yeah. on the on the Twitter feed and on stuff, Twitter. just to go, ha ha! Look what you missed out on, you losers. Yeah. No, oh, no, I'm only joking. Um, do we have another question, Tom? We do. We've actually got uh, an anonymous question from a oh. uh, book lover in Bolton. Oh, <laughs> uh, lots of arts and books behind you, boys. Can we get a tour? And I know that's not really practical, but I mean, maybe <laughs> we can pick out a book or something from there you might want to show off. What was that? Sorry, mate, I missed that. So, tour, Chelsea bookshelves, bookshelves, the tour of the bookshelves. I know that's not really practical, but can we pick a book out or something? Um, I've, I, when I've, of course, I, I move, I've just moved into the new house and set up the bookshelves. And at first, I just, just to make things easier, I just put all the books on the shelves at first. But then I, I took pretty much a fucking day to then sort of take books out and sort of reorganise them. And it's oddly therapeutic. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, all I these it. books. I don't. I'm not one of these. Everything's, you know, in alphabetical order or things. Like, it starts off like I've got an image shelf and I've got some Marvel shelves and things. But then there's a lot of independent books now, and a lot of art books and things like that. Um, and I just kind of put them where I don't know. I want to look at the shelves and go, "That's a lovely shelf." Does that sound weird? You know what no, I mean? I like, like that. I like staring at the shelves. I mean, one of yeah. one of the shelves I've Mine's got. Mine's in absolute state. Hang on, I've got. Can one. I show? I picked one off the shelf just then. Yeah. I'll show it. So this is um, anyone who knows me knows that I made a big play of getting drunk and pitching that I should write the new Janus Stark comic for Rebellion, which the bloke just looked at me drunk in a bar in France and went, "Nah, like that." Just didn't get no well. So, but I'd already bought a load of the Janus, J A N U S, 
Janus Stark books in France because what happened was it ran in it ran in the UK in a number of different comics, but they liked it in so much in France they continued the story. So I've got these in French as well. Awesome. Yeah. Back, uh, yeah, you went to a real uh, Janus Stark tip at one point. Yeah, I remember you were sending yeah. a lot sending a lot of stuff to us. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, That's my I, one. I think the shelf I quite like is probably the one where I've got Carthagos on there. Nice. I've got, nice. I've got three giant days omnibus. I've got uh, Andromeda by Z Bernay. I've got um, the two es- Isabella and um, the Swords Swordmaster. Yeah. Um, the European books, all in French. I've still got it in my house for you, Dan. I've still got a copy um, of that from um, oh. Ar- yeah. Arena gave it to me. Yeah. And I've also got obviously Deep Sleeper, um, the IDW book. That's one of my favourite books of all time. And a couple of other ones like the Realm of the Damned and stuff. But also what the art book, I like to mix up some art books, but the one that I always like love to pick up now and then at the moment is The Art of Ian Kennedy. Oh Ian, nice. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, stuff. very good. Can yeah. hold it into your stomach so I turn my camera around. Uh, I've got a shit whole shelf up there full of art books. Full of, it looks it looked like uh, full of lube. There was lots of uh, tubes of the stuff down. I've got you big on my screen. Yeah, we've got now, like, Sorry, you know the uh, those people that hoarded all the uh, hand and back stuff. I was one of those people. That's the remnants of it. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it as a big image of your face from now yeah. on. Yeah, I really look at them. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if any other artists. What you don't, do that. You don't have you... tons of art books, and you get them. I look through them a couple of times, and then rarely do I go back to them. I, I've had that a couple of times, um, but obviously. I think it's some sometimes like when especially when you've got an, a, like a big collection of books you forget that you have certain books and it's only when you're reorganizing your bookshelf or i mean the reason why real even if it's just one shelf the reason it takes so damn long is because you always reorganize and you go oh, i forgot i had this and then an hour goes yeah, by because you're reading read it, it. <laughs> yeah. you know and for i've everyone, had that a few. just just a bit of a thing for everyone who's now on speak of you if you go to your top right Click on it, or take you to gallery view. Go back to that, and you can see everyone in one go. Ron just getting speak of you. Sometimes it's you don't want our big faces in your Mug. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Good stuff. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, Alan Henderson. Oh, trying to go, Mazud. We can, oh, he was muted. Now he's on. Un- now he's muted it's again. Right. You muted again. I think you need to. There, there he, he is. Back. There he is. So, following on from that, by looking at yourselves, what's the what's the Grail book that's missing? Hmm. Or you know, maybe you know, let's assume money's not an option, and you know, what, what's the gap in the uh, in the collection that that's there? Or is it a book that you you've heard of but but never seen? Good shout. Mm. I, I mean, mine's quite off. well known, and I was chatting to Simon Russell about this, but mine's Silver Surfer one. The Busima book—that's mm. the one I've always wanted. I've got it multitude of times in reprints and everything. But uh, the artist edition—I've got the omnibus. I've got the essential. You know, I've got the uh, when they reprinted it earlier on. But I have never got the, uh, and it's too expensive now. You know, unless I manage to burgle someone's house. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'd really like. I've had a trade. It's not like the kind of the dream book that I'd like to get, but uh, GI Joe Classic Volume Three. I've been trying to get that for about a year and a bit. Because it it does all the Larry Harmer, uh, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes stuff. Oh wow! And you can get one, two, four, five, six, and the rest of them. But three, where it was, it encapsulates most of the story. Mm. It's fucking like gold dust. You can't get it anywhere. Is there a reason? Is there something happens in it, or 
It's just because essentially that's a lot of like the the, the Snake Eyes Storm Shadow stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. it's really secret yeah. populace all in that. Yeah, uh, like with the hard master and the soft master, and that's not we just can't fucking get the bastards. Okay, so, uh, good shout. Wow. V. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know. I don't know if I've really got a uh, like a Grail book. I know there's certainly a lot of books that I haven't got on the collection that I I think oh I really should have that. Um, like the collected bone, Jeff Smith's bone. I'm that one yeah. is always. I'm always surprised I haven't got that. It's always yeah. permanently on that sort of wish list, if you know what I mean. It's just kind of like, I really need to get that one day. Um, I'm now a sucker for like a big oversized hardcover omnibus, so my my wish lists, wherever, are, are full of stuff like that. There is, I think, one of the ones where I will sort of like almost triple dip. It sounds really weird, but it is a Kirkman book, but it's The Astounding Wolfman. Yeah, which, okay. made, which made me a huge um, fan of Jason Howard, who's just an amazing artist anyway. Yeah, he's done um, And that, I collected all of the um, individual trades of that, but I know there's a big omnibus of it that, I don't, I don't know, like, it's that's always on the wish list, but I know I kind of want to get new stuff rather than triple dipping into that. And if you need to send it to Vince, it's at Rose Cottage. <laughs> 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 I live in Tom Hardy's house. Not the, <laughs> not the actor. <laughs> um. I bet he's got a fun house. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Whenever you're asking what he wants for tea, no one can understand what he's saying. Um, if you're listening, Tom, uh, we love you. You can come on the show anytime. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's no Mel Gibson, is he? <gasps> oh, my God. Um, yeah. I'll have to well, we think about that, though, because th- I'm pretty sure yeah. there are some sort of older out of print books i think that's the ones the yeah. ones that you like well the cerebus books man i keep going on mm. to you two guys you should read the cerebus books yeah. you can't get them at all at the moment yeah they're a yeah. daunt they're a daunting prospect they are like that, yeah they are it's... they're amazing but yeah they are mm. and he's mental so that's good yeah i'm yeah. trying to get the akira books again i used to own them and i'm not sure what the fuck happened to them mm. and try and read through akira from the start to the finish it was, your, it was your missus got rid of them mm. more like well she kind of and we're just getting the comment. I'll just check that the door's shut. Uh, the, <laughs> I had to, I had to like pony up some sacrificial lambs to kind of bring more comics in, and I've got rid of loads of wizard magazines, and I really, really regret that now. Right, uh, yeah. You need to do what I do, mate. When people ask how my missus is, I just tell them she's died because it cheers me up. You know, just gotta get that little lift, just that momentary lift. Yeah, well, I can't pull that scam of getting them delivered to work and bringing them in the house, but they have to get delivered here now. I know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had that when I, I moved offices recently, and it, there was loads of like omnibuses and all sorts of things which are currently in the garage that nobody can see. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be worse. I mean, some wives come to find out like their husband's got a body in the. Fridge, <laughs> yeah, <or something. laughs> yeah. Let's change. The, let's change the subject. Let's change the subject. Um, no, <laughs> I say essentials. Some of those Marvel essentials. Yeah. Tomb of Dracula. You bought the Tomb of Dracula ones. Didn't I, that you? was digital. I, I tell you what. I, oh, I, right. I picked. I found um, the omnibus are nice for those. Yeah, I, I found a couple of like old ones, like dirt cheap in a charity shop once. I think it was like <clears> two, <throat> five, and seven of Uncanny X Men. And there's part of me that thinks I need to get the other numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, the but, completionist. Yeah. But, well, you can see them all above my head. I got really pissed off when they changed the uh, the trade the trade dress mm. to add little faces. Yeah, it really wound yeah. me up. What's yeah, that Hulk yeah. one? above you Tony is that Planet Hulk or just uh, the Hulk Essentials uh, Hulk Essentials yeah yeah. Right. so it's the black and white reprints mm. yeah yeah. that's mm. all the Herb Crimpy nice. stuff it's great amazing mm. yeah yeah 
Good. Talking of uh, reprints, uh, Helena's got a question. Oh, there's a terrible link there. I was sort of keeping the conversation. Give it 300 <laughs> episodes, Tom, and eventually you'll get a segue. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. Go for it, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, Helena. If, Hello. If it's any consolation, Dan, I'm of an age, so I'll probably grow a better beard than you, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my question, by the way. <laughs> No, my right, well question done. is, um, <laughs> so like a lot of people, you guys have daytime jobs but um, to pay the mortgage. If it was feasible to do so and it would pay the mortgage, would you would you take on the, the opportunity to do like comics and drawing and writing and stuff full time or would you, keep, uh, would you prefer to keep it as a separate thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think you you ruin it almost don't you a little bit, I think, when you, I, in, you in take some, it on. In, in some ways, I, th- I think when there's the, you know, the doing things that you love but then you find out that it's not always you know there's the admin afterwards it's not just the writing it's not just the drawing it's all the other stuff um you know pie in the sky you know if it was one of those ideal regular um salary type jobs i would fucking love to do it i'd love to you know be around comics until it after a couple of months i hate the industry and Quit yeah, the that's the problem. Isn't it? I say, someone said to me, "Oh, you can write the Avengers." I'd be like, "This is the best. This is the, a dream come true." Mm. And then you go to Marvel and you have to put up with all their BS, mm. yeah, you know, and all the uh, yeah. the nonsense that goes on there. You think, "I just want to write." Then you got to go to editorial meetings, and then you got to submit invoices, and then you got to do all the nonsense. You got to put up with oh, your social media presence. We need to talk about it. Oh, fuck off! Mm. You know, it's like that. Mm. You know, in a kind um, of like dream world, a kind of utopia where you could just create comics and get paid a living for it. The image model, I suppose. Yeah, would be the way yeah, 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 yeah. In an ideal world, I think all of us would love to just be doing comics. You know. Yeah, I think because I'm, I mean, I'm retired, so I'm, a, I'm actually a pensioner. So mm. although I do have a job as well, you used, now, you used to be a re- Mexican, Mexican wrestler, didn't you, Tony? Yeah, but, but yeah, could, so I've had to retire because yeah. of the, you know, the, yeah, the, the problem. Yeah. But the, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I did it for a while before you know we hit COVID. I was working for Nobrow pretty much every mm. day, every week, and I had, it was a dream job. And now they are absolutely lovely, um, but the wages aren't there, man. You know, yeah. you want to. I'm lucky because I was a pensioner; I could afford to work there because I'm getting a pension as well. But I don't know how the kids survive it these days. Mm. You know, all over the country, and this is you're, you, you get more as a plumber than you would as a, a Marvel writer. You know, literally, you would. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just got to be a passion thing. Charles Saul is a lawyer mm. full time and he writes in the evenings. I think you've okay. got to, almost we've got to start considering that. I think sometimes, yeah. well, it being a side gig, like you do, yeah, like yeah. And as a writer, it's easier, isn't it? Because you can, as a writer, you know, yeah, but not as an artist. I don't know. No, so you got to mm. spend that time at the yeah. tablet or yeah. the table drawing. I mean, we've heard some terrible page rates from big companies, haven't we? As we've gone along, with people that's what. Of, secretly told us their page rates yeah i've posted up some pics and they've been all over twitter about that chap who does the alien stuff and he's yeah. dropping in the action figures for the pages and stuff and is it a kind of race to the bottom where like you're pay- you're getting paid to do these pages and you're just banging them out so like, i can only spend so much time on this before yeah it's not feasible i can't spend fucking three days doing a, a dps or whatever because the money yeah, you uh, got you got to be Salby Seymour. You got to do a page a day at least, don't you? Yeah, you know. I mean, Kirby was drawing three comics a month at one point. I, did, yeah. I don't know how he did it. I really don't. That's just yeah. nuts. Yeah, but he would presumably he's not talk about nine till five. There, you're not. Oh, I start drawing at nine and I finish at five, and I get an hour lunch. Break. Not sure. To be fair, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think in an ideal world, I think the, my answer, Helena, would be in an ideal world. Yes, definitely. Hmm. Um, in the current climate, people would annoy me. 
too much. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. the, the beautiful thing about a hobby sometimes, when it is a, essentially a hobby, um, you have the joy of dipping in and out of it and, do you know what I mean, and balancing yeah. everything else around. Um, but when it becomes a full-time job, <laughs> there's so much pressure on top of it, isn't there, really? But... Can I just say that Dave Kennedy has written Tony bummed a wolf. <laughs> Cliff, seen it all before, though, to be honest. Okay, yeah. thank you. This is why you should don't look at the chat. Don't look at the chat. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's like we're on Twitch. Just no. <laughs> um, speaking of speaking I mean, of speaking of pre- chats, speaking of bumming a wolf. Yes. Yes. Speaking of bumming a wolf, yeah. I've got a great yeah. question here from Zach Cobb. Oh. Oh. Take away, Zach. I love the fact. Zach, that why are you wearing that hat? Firstly, why have you become a hit? It's a good hat. Because it's a really cool hat and my hair is completely messed up. Okay, fair enough. Good answer. answer. Um, Congratulations, guys, for episode 300. Thank you. you. Um, My question is, if you had the opportunity to speak to a comic creator who is no longer with us, unfortunately, um, who would it be and what question would you ask them? Easy, it'd be Kirby. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, I I never met him. Um, He's one of the few, you know, I, I met a few, but I never met him. Um, and I was still, I was at conventions, you know, he was around at the time. Yeah, I, I don't know what to ask him, but I'd just probably hump his leg or something. I would ask him that question, yeah. how long how long per day would he spend drawing comics? Yeah. Imagine the majority of it. I would love to talk to that kind of image of Stan Lee that everyone has of the kind of kindly uncle that makes comics and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. we were at that convention when he was at, weren't we, Dan? I got to shake his hand and thank him and stuff. Which yeah. Was nice. Um, he was launching the 2099 range and he was talking about Ravage. That's was right. it Ravage? Yeah, yeah, it was about, have you ever been frightened by a, a rubbish lorry? And we're going, nah, not really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. He essentially pitched the comic to a room of hundreds of people. Uh, so fair play to him for that. I don't think anyone was really down with the concept. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, in fact, when we had Pat Mills on, he told us that he was at one of the, the planning meetings for that because he took it on, didn't he? And he just fell asleep while Peter David was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise so late in the day that he had done Punisher 2099. Yeah, with Tony Skinner. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's fucking great. That's yeah. Comic. yeah. <laughs> it is great. It's mental. Mental good, yeah. yeah. Uh, mine would be Bernie Wrightson, obviously. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I mean, he's he's... he's the creator of like my favorite, some of my favorite artwork of all time. So I just want to just discuss fra- that Frankenstein stuff with him, all of his comic stuff, and just everything, everything. Well, the, the Vanio brothers, if you could track yeah, them down. Yeah, if, yeah. I think I think one of them has passed away actually. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be an ongoing process for me. That one. After listening yeah. to you on that podcast, B, with uh, Eamon, yeah. I did just do a, a quick Google search for like mm. our pages. No, nothing. Yeah, yeah, I did nothing. too. Because I was looking and thinking we'd get you something for your birthday, and I couldn't nothing. find yeah. anything by him. Yeah, and I, I, even, yeah. I will tell you this, you know, um, like anything like that, like that Storm Force, uh, the Death Wish, and and any time I see any page, even if it's from something I didn't necessarily read, I always love the page. It's it's just one of those. This is fantastic layout, and and just penmanship. I just. Just love all of it. Do you know what I mean? It's you just, would have thought someone would have been on the case for that. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But then again, you you hear the stories of how a lot of this artwork is lost to time, and um, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Right, I'm going to read Cliff's comment. If you could bum a wolf with a famous comic creator, what type of wolf would it be? 
Stop the wolf. St- yeah. Stop reading the comments. Yeah. yeah. Wolf- anyway, it'll be but- wolf from gladiators. So, um, <laughs> but talking of bubbling wolves, that sounds a lot like a new segment that's coming. Oh, up, I, 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 tell you, I tell you what, because yeah, I mean, some people want to they want to sort of ask important questions and like you know they just they just need someone to listen or just to give them advice. And uh, so we're reintroducing Ask Auntie Tony. Yeah, um, Tony, our resident agony aunt. Um, emphasis on the word agony. <laughs> um, but we've got we've got a letter um, um, asking for Tony's advice. Tom, do you want oh, to take okay. it? Do you want to take it away? Who's going to no? read it? I thought Tony was going to read it. Actually. No, you got to read the letter. I've got the reply. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you've got it ready. I know. Uh, imagine there's soft music playing underneath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a, that was a weird thing to say. Cool. <laughs> Don't make the it hairy weird, cow- the hairy cornflake. Dear Auntie Tony, myself, forty-five. And my husband, Derek, 52, had been a little stir in the bedroom for many years, and I resigned myself to two shouts a year, Queen's birthday and Christmas. Have recently, all that has changed. Derek, after spending some time and some message boards, was approached me approached about using roleplay in the bedroom. I must say the effects were wondrous, but we recently hit a problem. Derek likes to pretend he's a shoplifter at Debenhams, and I play the security guard who punishes him. All good so far, but Derek insists I stick the stolen item up at his bottom as part of the punishment. At first I bought, but the idea of sticking a sterling, a sterling silver candlestick up your husband's rectum was thrilling. In addition, the rotting he gave me afterwards made up for all the brass we had to use to clean the aforementioned item. Unfortunately, <laughs> due to Derek's insatiable lust for this, we've passed one out of items into this room, and I'm worried he'll move on to the kitchen, and I don't think George Foreman will fit. What other scenarios would you reckon we play out to keep in mind Derek's clear lust for crime? All the best, Jane. Oh, nice. I, just... I think... Um... <laughs> That's to kind of let you pull out the sun. And... Yeah, oh. I once woke to dear Deirdre. I told you that story earlier, didn't I? The um, so I think it's natural to expect to slow down in the bedroom when you've been married a while. I think that's only natural. There's a couple of nodding heads in the room. I can see, and it can be for a number of reasons. It can be for age, possibly, just like just a familiarity with your partner. It becomes a bit boring, doesn't it? Maybe you're spending too much time on Twitter, or maybe you're spending too much time making autobiographical comics. That can cause a slowdown in the bedroom. Dan's nodding. Um, I don't make autobiographical comments. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe shoot a little higher than Debenhams. I'm going to say it's a bit low class, isn't it? Um, it's great yeah. for a cardigan, but it's not great for a uh, couldn't scratch it. A cat couldn't scratch it boner. You know, which is what you want, isn't it? Try a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sticking things up your ass is always a go-to move in my household. I'll be honest with you. Um, but just aim for the smaller mammals. I don't think you should go for anything larger than a badger. Um, but you got to be careful, badger. aren't you? I mean, like, you don't want to see a hedgehog. That's true. Do you know what I mean? That's true. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's true. I can re- recommend an old faithful, one we've talked about on the show before, sexy gentleman burglar at the window. That's a good one. Yeah. So adopt a black polar neck, maybe some uh, some driving gloves, maybe like draw on a David Niven moustache appear at the window when your partner least expects it yeah um, the mother's round yeah <laughs> always always have a code word as well so it doesn't it doesn't get too you know what I mean it doesn't Safe get too word. litigious yeah I use uh, Michael Barrymore's pool party as my my, uh, <laughs> my coded word and um, you'll shoot off like it's the year 2000 there you go try a bit of that Jesus yeah good advice thank you Thank you to uh, what are their names again, Tom. Uh, it was uh, Derek and Jane. Jane, oh, okay. Jane, yeah. It wasn't Jane, Jane, was it? 
I, she didn't leave her forwarding address. Oh, okay. Right back into the show. Let's now Tony's tips yeah. work out for the marriage. Shall do, yeah. yeah. And if yeah. it is Jamie, if it is Jay McDonald, leave him. I'm available. <laughs> Tony's ready to go cruising. Yeah. I, I, I just. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Absolutely speechless. If anyone wonders, if, if anyone wonders why that wasn't a weekly segment, <laughs> wonder, wonder no more. more. <laughs> <laughs> it got worse and worse. Um, and Tom, are you taking lo- notes, Damien? I saw you write something down there. It's not. Oh, no, well, okay, fair enough. Brasso is quite good. Yeah, yeah. Must not use the George Foreman. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he stuck yeah, yeah. it up his ass. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> time is ticking on. We have had a, a, a I want to say a buttload of fun. And I realise how that, that was a seg- that was almost yeah. a segue. Um, but before we get on to the tail, tail end of, of the show and a couple of recommendations, we might might see if we can squeeze in another question or two. Um, have we got any shout outs this week, gents? Yes, yes. Do you want I to do. go first? I mean, we, we've all got something to talk about. Sure. Um, yeah. Dan, do you I, want, mine's going to be. Off? Mine's going to be a Kickstarter. I came across this uh, in one of the many Facebook groups I'm in that discusses comics, and it's called Hate Punch 2, The Hunt for Justice. You can tell by that title, it's my cup of tea. Oh, yeah. Uh, This book (laughs) is dedicated to the best of the worst B-movie action flicks in the 1980s, and we all know that the sequels are almost much, much worse than the originals. So we skipped the first one and went straight to the second. Uh, And if you check this out on Twitter, it looks just like my cup of tea, uh, and maybe yours too. Uh, check it out. The only thing is, it's a little pricey for what it is. It's essentially a single-issue comic, but I'm going to take a punt and see what it's like. Okay. So, Hate Punch 2, The Hunt for Justice. Go check it out. Nice. Um, my shower is for uh, another Kickstarter. Um, it's a book that I have talked about in the past before. Um, it's now going to be a collection um, from Garth Mathams and his creative team. And this is Witch Creek Road, um, which is a horror sort of uh, webcomic. Um, that he actually says you can read the entire story for free over on Webtoons, of which I have done because, um, and it was so nice to sort of go back to Webtoons and see that he had kept making this and I had tons to read. Um, this is a fucking great book. Um, basically, Witch Creek Road follows a group of high school seniors who, after taking a wrong turn, find themselves in the midst of a summoning gone wrong. At its core, it's survival horror, but it's also a story about love, acceptance, death, and revenge. And sexy flesh-eating demons, because every story needs sexy flesh-eating demons. And who could argue with that? Um, in all seriousness, though, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, this is—it's really awesome. Um, this book, it's—it's it's handled so well. It's, there's artwork that is genuinely creepy, um, sort of monster designs, and um, from from that, you think it's going to be the typical sort of slasher setup that you see in a lot of indie books, but this goes in a different sort of um, way, and it's, it's building a universe as well. And this Kickstarter is actually for um, a hardcover collection of everything so far, which I would love to have in my collection, but obviously, postage, etc., can't do, but I have, I've still pledged um, six Canadi- Canadian dollars, which is about four quid, for um, basically <laughs> the whole thing, which is t- 200 pages of content, um, plus there's loads of like sketches and everything else in between. And Garth's just a great writer as well. So, I, you know, it's, it was nice to see this being collected. And the story is still ongoing, I think. But, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. So Witch Creek Road, um, follow, find that out on uh, Kickstarter and give it a look. And on Webtoons as well. Go, go seek it out because I think a lot of people will enjoy it. That's mine. 
Good stuff, man. Mine's uh, very sad, unfortunately, to, mm. that we heard it. We were very sad to hear about the passing of Colin Noble uh, this week. Yeah. Um, a member of our group, a member of the chat group, he would um, on occasion post about um, Commando, which he was a big, he was a big, I think he was probably the biggest Commando fan that I've ever met in my life. Mm. Um, John Freeman has done a lovely post about it um, with some comments from people who knew Colin over at Down the Tube, so head over there and see it. But yeah, it's just a real, a real shame. A real shame. Uh, a real, yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, I met him when I was up with Tom and Dave Robertson. We we met him at a show, and um, I, I'll tell this story because I think I think it, it shows him in a, in a lovely light. Is he was te- he was we were, I, I was saying I don't really read Commando, and this came after an incident where I'd asked an editor at Commando if he went Commando, um, which <laughs> didn't go down very well. But the uh, I was asking um, Colin about Starblazer, and I was saying perhaps Starblazer should come back, and he, and he went, oh, I can't say anything. And he's like this. If anyone who met Colin, then he was quite—he's quite a funny little chap. And uh, I said, "All oh, right." He says, "I can't say anything. Don't make me say anything. Don't make me say anything." And he obviously he had the inside track because he was in with the right people. And I said, "Is it going to be color or black and white?" Colin he went, "Oh no, black and white." No, like that. <laughs> and he actually laughed for ages. It just made me laugh so much. I remember repeating it to uh, to the guys afterwards. But yeah, lovely, a lovely guy. Go and read the um, the stuff on down the tubes. Yeah, real shame. Good shame. Yeah, and yeah. I just. Do a little shout out and it's incredibly thank you, but we've had like 40 people on this call firstly thank yeah. you everyone here for doing such a great job but also thank you to you three as well because it's been 300 episodes and there's a reason why we're all here at 20 past nine gmt on a sunday night <laughs> thanks guys yeah and it's, yeah, it's, it's fantastic yeah so yes thank you guys very much and like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you three so cheers yeah, Tom. yeah we really do appreciate it thanks guys we're we all did, good we actually thought I remember when it started, Vince said to me, we might get 40 people listening, might we? Do you remember? That's that's mm. the exact phrase you used to make. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's, good, it's good. Yeah, we're really, really pleased. Yeah, um, yeah this, this um, we just want to put a big shout out to everyone that's here here tonight and everyone that's, that's listened to this show, um, whether you're new listeners, old listeners, whether you listened from episode one. In fact, a lot of our loyal listeners like never heard that um, unprofessional mess that was... <laughs> Episode one, um, two hundred ninety nine. Yeah, where, where, yeah, wherever you, where, whenever you joined, we just, we truly appreciate every listen, every download. Um, we don't expect anyone to listen. The amount, I mean, it says a lot about our community that they're just the nicest bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you go to the Awesome Comics Talk group, you'll just see a fantastic group of people. And not all of them listen all, all the time. It doesn't matter because there's a wonderful uh, community of people who love comics. Yeah. And. Um, I mean, it speaks a lot that a lot of people we were talking. We said a little bit about this before we actually started tonight's show. A lot of people sort of say, "Oh, sorry, I haven't listened uh, for the past couple of episodes." No one ever has to apologise to you us. Usually, write their name down. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, look, they don't have to apologise, but they should. No, um, no, because we just appreciate each and every one of you. You know, it's it's a little community, but it's such a nice community and we hope it and we're definitely going to do another live event 200 was a blast mm. we had mm. a, a oh, really great time yeah. and, yeah. and if if it wasn't for this virus we'd be doing that today yeah. uh, for this but we're definitely going to do as soon as we can we're definitely going to do another live one mm. whether yeah. it be a live drink and draw or a live anniversary episode or something like that definitely yeah so talking, to the, talking to drink and draw it's next friday oh good Great. okay wow. nice shout out yeah nice. nice so that's tom do you want to say the date and the time Come on, you're, sure you're in the show now, so you can't avoid yeah, yeah, it. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So on the second of uh, on the second at seven thirty will be the next drink and draw. Imagine this, but where everyone can talk, and it's not just me like bringing people on and stuff. So you can just talk whenever you want, rather yeah. than like 
Well, at the end of the show, we were going to. We kind are of, turning the mics on. Yeah. We, we yeah, also letting... talk less during a yeah. drink and draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we, we we promise you that. Yeah, apart from Tony. Yeah. Um, but no, no. Thank you, ever everyone, um, for listening to whatever episode or to stick, sticking with us because there's plenty more to come. And I, I'm, I, I tell you what, people's those questions of uh, who are you looking forward to getting on the show probably the creator that I haven't discovered yet that I absolutely love I know I say it all yeah. the time but it's always the, the I get such a kick out of like discovering new comics and new creators and that's why I love the conventions and stuff as well as catching up with people but I like going to tables that I, I don't know anything about and like picking up these these fantastic books so yeah all hail indie comics Definitely. And um, yes, and thank you once again, Tom, for doing this. Yeah, you... thanks, Tom. Yeah, and cheers, Tom. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Really appreciate it. We've You're... had a few planning sessions around this, haven't we? We had a bit of planning going yeah. on. Yeah, it's yeah. been all right. You wouldn't yeah. think it, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting of the Dons <laughs> on Thursday. Meeting of the Dons. <laughs> you made sure, sorting out shirt colour was incredible, frankly. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the majority of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks, good. guys. Yes, yep. brilliant stuff. And speaking of uh, indie comics. Or just comics in general. Shall we um, talk about some? Shall we recommend something to sign? Can I off? can I recommend um, the Penguin Kickstarter? By the way. Just oh yes, I yes. To, uh, yes. I should do I that because. But when I, I do a podcast quite a lot with Alan, and I didn't right. mention it, then I feel bad. Uh, so obvi- yeah, obvi- so yeah. go and get on that. And yeah. obviously, Alan, you're <laughs> muted at the moment, so just nod your head. Do you have any of those awesome T-shirts left? Brilliant. Alan, you can yeah. unmute yourself Excellent. if you want. There, to there, there, there is an awesome <laughs> um, Alfred Hitchcock style Penguin T-shirt. And as soon as yeah, I saw still it, get the t-shirt. yeah, I, hey. I've, I've pledged. Uh, uh, yeah, and and a very sexy picture of you, Alan. Uh, where, <laughs> yeah, I said it. that. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that that sold it to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we will put the link in the in the show notes, of course, for everything that we've talked about. Um, like every show, I can't remember what we talk about every every time, so that's why I have to listen back every time. But um, shall we recommend some books to sign oh, yeah. us off? Yeah, you want to uh, go first, D Man? Yeah, sure. I picked up a comic I saw floating around on the interwebs and in one of the small press groups, and it's called uh, <clears throat> Ultramax, issue one, uh, written by Doug Wood, who's the writer, co-creator, art and co-creator Michael Picard and Reno Lino, Lino, which is a colorist. And uh, <clears throat> Ultramax is the uh, journey journeyman henchman has pulled off the impossible. He's killed the world's most famous superhero. In order to get his jail time reduced, the henchman has cut a deal with the feds. Problem is, even without having any powers, they're sending him to the Ultramax facility with all the worst supervillains. Now the unlucky nobody must navigate prison life while praying no one finds out he's a snitch. So essentially, it's a prison drama with uh, super criminals, but the main protagonist, antagonist, is just a henchman and he's killed the the lead superhero which is kind of like a superman type character i can't remember the name the name of the superhero in question but everyone all the prison staff absolutely fucking hate him he gets beaten up before he even gets admitted to the prison and he's in like fear for his life because he thinks all the prison guards want him dead all the inmates want to crack at him because he's he's taking down the big guy and uh, he kind of gets shown around the prison yard saying, right, don't go over there because that, that gang belongs, rules that bit. Don't go near the weights or that guy will fucking kill you. And it's a really interesting premise. Uh, I'm not too, the artwork's a little safe for me. I wish they'd kind of push it up a bit more. Uh, there's one bit which suggests that there's a hero character in there who accidentally killed someone while doing something, saving someone. And he's been put in the prison and he's like the prison bitch to these 
uh, a gang in there, but they sort of suggest that it's a lot worse than what you see. And I was like, whoa, okay, that's quite heavy. But uh, generally, I really enjoyed it. I think I could, you can, uh, there's a Gumroad link. I'll stick it in the show notes for you, Vince, and you can download it. It's, it was a Kickstarter, I found out, but uh, okay. now you can download it from Gumroad. Where, where are the so, crates from? The States? Or? I'll take a look. I think it's the States. Right, okay. I do have the link here. Uh, I did have the link here. I think it's an American title. Yeah, definitely. But give me five seconds. Okay, no worries, man. Yeah, we will put a link in the show notes for that. Yeah. Um, Tony, do you want to go next? Yeah, okay. Shall I do... Um, mine is called Bill Nash, Evil in the Night. It's Nash, volume 91, 140 pages, uh, by Johan N. Pedersen from Denmark. There you go. It's there. That's a picture of it. It's uh, me and um, Falpy ordered it it was out on the strangers so so full admission it's it's distributed by strangers fanzine who we had on a few months ago who also distribute mine and falpy's books but the um it's um by a danish creator so they they actually sold out on the strangers site and i had to contact him and being danish he didn't really understand paypal and stuff so i had to pin euros into a into the inside of a comic and post them to him and he posted me the book back so we had this sort of strange underground way of buying it, which is pretty is pretty cool. Um, I'm going to quote you just to give you a taste of what it's about. One of the lines in it is um, um, Bill Nash, who's the titular character. What happened while I was away, Mac? Because it's based in a sort of New York police department. And Mac has said, your phone rang. Big deal. Maybe one of your many frustrated lady friends. And it's just full of like weird moments like that. It's um, honestly about as DIY as it gets. A4, perfect brown, black and white. Um, just like energy that surpasses ability, I'm going to say. I'll probably just choose a random page and show you on the screen so you can see what it's about. Does that make sense? Nice. Yeah. It's The nearest thing I can think it is to is the Rambo comic that I bought you at Angle M. Dan? Oh, Cobra, the, the Cobra comic. Cobra comic, sorry. Yeah. 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 That's um, something special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is volume 91. So there have been 90 previous volumes in danish believe okay. it or not this is the first time it's been translated into um into uk it reminds me of um now i'll probably say this wrong and rachel lee carter you know what i'm talking about reminds me of italian polizia movies is that right is that the right pronunciation i think um which are these sort of do you remember when dirty harry was big in, yeah. the, in the u.s well italy just then just like piles on and makes load of dirty harry style films as they did with mad max as they did with you know some other some horror films and stuff like yeah. that, zombie films, you know all that sort of thing. They did that and they made these series of um, very cheesy movies, not cheesy, just super violent sexual movies that make li- literally no sense. You can watch them and you think, I don't really know what's happening, but it looks cool. <laughs> so that's that's the best description of Nash. It starts with a family being murdered quite brutally, and as a kid walks into mum and dad's bedroom in the middle of the night, you know, hugging a bear and uh, asking to you know mummy, mummy and daddy, and then he gets shot in the back by the burglars. And it turns out to be this um, this sort of serial killer. Um, and Bill Nash gets called in. Um, and the, the killer is called the Buttercup Killer. And he ends up meeting someone. And the bloke says to him, you know too much about the Buttercup Killer. You must die. And that's another sort of bit of dialogue, which is just constant sort of craziness throughout it. Um, there's a lot of sort of close-ups of Nash. He's a character. Um, you can see on the cover there, he's a character with a sort of a huge big nose and a sort of lank, lank, grease back hair and a strange 
moustache, 70s moustache, basically. Um, it's just crazy. It, but I think the, re- the reason that me and Falpy discovered it is because it's kayfabe talk about it all the time, and they sort of rate it. Um, I followed him on Instagram for quite a while, and it's just full of moments. Like, just suddenly he's in a car, and suddenly he's in a shootout. And then there's – obviously – Johan decided to write something crazy, so that becomes a dream sequence and stuff like that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, um, he goes to see the victims. Um, he goes to see one of the victims of the Buttercup Killer and finds out that the, this victim says, "The Buttercup Killer ate my face," and that's it. That's the line that comes out. In that panel. Um, but every so often, there's a page that turns, out and he does it with full. It's like really heavily brushing. You know, it really is. And some of it, you go, oh. No, and then some of it you go. He's fucking really got something there. You know, okay. it's just like yeah. they use the negative space thing, and he, he obviously loves American cars in the seventies, and he draws a lot of them. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's something you got. To, you need to experience. If you go at one one point, Nash is having a fight, and he slams someone's face into a wall, and he just shouts, "Taste the wall!" Um, and they're chasing a car, and somebody we shouts, all said that. Yeah, somebody shouts, <laughs> "Ram the bucket." I don't even know what that means. It just no. means in the middle of this chase. If you go to Instagram, and I'm going to spell you this, it's Peterson, so P-E-D-E-R-S-E-N, Peterson, Johan, J-O-H-A-N-N, um, and then O-R-G-A-A-R-D, Peterson, Johan, Gard, or Gard. I don't know. We'll put the link in the show. Um, loads of his art on there, so you get a good taste of what it's about. But... Uh, it's become quite a hot book. So the thing is with Strangers is whatever they release becomes quite a hot book. Okay. Um, and they sell out. And look, look, we did, um, we've done, a, I've mentioned a couple on the show, but there's such a limited print run. And this sold out in, I think Aaron, um, Adam's book sold out in like six minutes, I think he told me. I think he's Whoa. right. And this sold out in like an hour. So yes. it's just, they're really sort of leading the market in underground, outlaw, cool books. That's yeah. great. That's it. It's uh, Nash, volume ninety-one. <laughs> this dude, this dude <laughs> in Denmark is just making comics like constantly, nonstop, and this is best issue ninety-one. Yeah, but it's not even just a comic. It's like a whole look, look, see how bloody hell. Yeah. There you go. So Chunky. You bloody hell. That's my one. Okay. Uh, my one is one that um, I bought a, a few weeks ago, and I finally got around to reading it um, on digitally by Only Press. It's called Jonah and the Unpossible Monsters. It's issue one. Um, the synopsis is, Rainbow has been searching for her sister Jonah for a year. The last time she saw Jonah was the, also the first time she saw one of the monsters that now roam the planet. They're big, ugly and dangerous creatures driving humanity to the brink of extinction. Though there isn't much hope for survival out in the wild, Rainbow knows that her sister is out there somewhere and she'll do anything to find her. Um, which is a cool little premise. And also, um, I was shamelessly bought into this book, um, which was a little more on the expensive digital side, um, because it's a Chris Samney book. Oh, yeah, you said about this, yeah. Yes. Now, this is um, Chris and Laura Samney. Laura, his wife, they have both written this book. The art is by Chris Samney. Colours by Matthew Wilson, who I believe works with Chris quite a lot. And letters by Crank. Um, always got to um, put a shout out for the the whole team because sometimes it's not mentioned online or you don't see it in the back of the book. Um, this is a very fun. It's, it's an all ages book, 
it feels i mean anyone who's seen chris hamley's work it's got that real sort of animated feel it feels like someone's taken a cartoon and just p- broken it down you know into panels and it's it's gorgeous it's just an absolutely stunning stunning book and he's clearly he's creating a world and and a universe and, and drawing big monsters which it seems like a lot of you know, a lot of artists really just want to draw, don't they? They want to draw giant kaiju monsters or, you know, giant dragons or all kinds. They're the hotness at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, and this is no different. I mean, it's, it's good to see his take on them. They're very strange-looking creatures. Um, and he's built a world up. Um, uh, Chris and Laura have sort of built a world up that, that you sort of you dropped into, really. And you, 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 you know where you are. You, you get a feel for it pretty quickly. Um, the cover itself... I just need to mention a couple of things because I think this is a this is going to be a fantastic trade, uh, and it will be a trade that I pick up. Um, what is it? A mini series, dude? It's a mini series, I believe. I can see in Comicsology right. now. There's only three issues uh, currently on there. I don't know whether that's okay. a whole series, but um, I don't know if I'll pick up the next two. I'll probably wait for the trade. Oh, the shameful waiting for the trade. <laughs> um, and that's and that's partly because. Um, I can't. There's there's nothing negative about this book. Absolutely nothing. Nothing negative. But of course, there's going to be a but in a minute. Um, looks glorious. The writing sound, you know, beautifully put together. I mean, the colours by Matthew Wilson. Not a, a lot of people need to say more about this because we talk a lot about Samney's work and how it's absolutely stunning. But the palettes that go with it do an awful lot of the heavy lifting as well. Because also Samney's work is it's not very line heavy in terms of faces no. you haven't got a yeah. Frank Quietly face so you know a, a colourist is definitely doing another kind of job with this sort of stuff but it feels very much to me like it's 26 pages um, the book we're probably uh, I'm going to say it's about 20 pages of story and it feels to me like issue 1 a lot of the stuff that's done in issue 1 could have been done in 10 pages could have been done in half the pages. Um, it's almost it. It feels, and I'm certainly a sucker for this as well. It f- feels almost like an artist writing a book, if, if you know what I mean. Because you know he, okay. he's he's giving himself option. It's cinematic. Like there are pages that have no speech or, and I'm not saying new dialogue in it, but you know there's lots of setting up a landscape, setting up a huge jungle, you know, widescreen panels of things. There is lots of that, but. Is that at the expense of like pushing the world and story forward? Because I don't really feel I've, I've got a sense of what the book is, and I'm in the world. Um, certainly, the character that's on the front is only in the book for about eight pages, if that. Um, yeah, so, so it's slightly unbalanced. Insane. It feel I don't know. It feels like um, if this was an animated movie, this issue is the first five ten minutes. Okay. What's the um, what's the age it's aimed at? Do you think, if you had to guess, uh, I would say it's it's definitely all ages. There's nothing, even though the description sort of says driving humanity to the brink of extinction uses the you know giant monsters, yeah. but I think there's definitely more to it. It's definitely an all ages sort of. I love they, kids when they think about extinction. Yeah. I love it when they it really cheers yeah. them up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and now they think about humanity. And, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, I mean. I think everything's there. It's all there, but I don't know whether if if there's only three issues, is it going to rush? How? I hope there's more. 
it feels like this should be strange as it may seem like reading the first issue like this should be an eight issue miniseries if the pacing is going to continue like this Um, because my worry is by the time you get to the last issue it'll stop suddenly and or it'll just rush things Okay, um, which is a shame. So, did you say that's his, that's his missus, isn't it? I don't know if you said yes. This Chris and yeah. Laura, um, they're yeah, okay. they're both written it, and I, I say I can't fault the right, you know, the dialogue, and everything is is spot on. It's just the pacing I I feel maybe okay. maybe a little off. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's there's some design stuff in the back, um, and there's also a creator spotlight, um, which has a little um sort of panel with a Chris Samney sort of um self portrait of him himself and his wife. It doesn't mention the other creators on it, which I think's odd. Even they they don't need a picture of themselves, maybe, but it would be nice to maybe see like a little bio of the other people. In it. Yeah, yeah. Whether that I mean, happen- we all know we all know letters can fuck off, but colour is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who needs words? Yeah. There um, was a call on Twitter this week to mention the flatters of yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, obviously they do a fucking hell, yeah. hell of a lot of heavy lifting. My one can fuck off. <laughs> That's because it's Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm, but I'm not. I'm not going to uh, call them out for things like that because issue two, they'll probably have a highlight for the other creators. Do you know what I mean? They're, you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to burn them for things like this. Um, so I did enjoy it, but. I'm going to wait for the. That's, the, that's the exactly collection. how I've heard reviewed elsewhere, man. I, that's exactly how I've, I've. People really like Samini. He's really great, but yeah, yeah. Somehow there was, yeah. It needs to wait for a trade. I, I agree with you mm. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that yeah. that attitude is coming more prevalent that people are trying first issues and think I'll get this in a trade? I do. It. I've done it a few times yeah, recently. I've done yeah, it a few times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thankfully, yeah. I've been won over by a, a bunch of like sort of certainly image series like you know um, Post Americana and um, you know Homesick Pilots. Do you know what I mean? I've tried the first issue won me over and now i'm a i'm a regular but you know whereas sometimes you you try something like this and i don't know it's just got the feeling of i don't know it it feels like some of the self-published books that we've seen that are you know ogns do you mean they they come out as complete things um whether that whether they maybe should have could have gone away and created a bigger book and just created it as an ogn rather than doing the issues who knows I'd be like that without Berserker. I've, I don't think I've got much interest in getting any other issue, but maybe when it's collected and there's a, a consensus on mm, what yeah. it's like, mm. they they caught me <laughs> right out with that. I told you, didn't I? Because the you know I was I backed it and then I was bemoaning the fact they recently released the first issue and I hadn't seen it. They then sent me the digital copy a week later, so they they'd sent it out late. So they were intending to send the digital copy to backers the day before it got released in Comicsology, but of course they fucked that up, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. Right, yeah. okay. Like, yeah, some, one some... job. Something like yeah, this. Yeah. send on an email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like this is going to be a, a, a conversation, I think, um, at some point. A breakdown. Not. I, I don't. I think when all of these things are happening at the time, it's too early to sort of brand things or, or shout because the next week you'll probably find out a bit of information which completely blows your opinion out of the water. Um, yeah. It's better <laughs> to look at these things sometimes six six months after the fact, just to go. Well, you can see where they fucked up there. Um, but but anyways, um, I, I would say if you want to um, pick, pick out Jonah and the Unpossible Monsters, um, it's on Comicsology. I presume it's in your local comic store when when you can get there. Um, it's worth checking. I mean, you'll you'll look at the pages and just go, God, this is wow. gorgeous. Yeah, wow, he is That's great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a shame he's not on Daredevil or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, whenever I saw his like, how's he balancing that with Firepower? Firepower's coming out regular. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's one of the interesting <laughs> things. Maybe this was done. 
Alan Henderson's background. Yeah, back on the abbey. Oh, God. Yes. So there's our um, fun little section of recommendations for episode 300, which has been fun. It's been, yep. it's, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a, a bit six... weird staring at everyone whilst talking. It has, about, yeah. Kind of, it's, kind of a like very it. diff- it's a very different experience, I've got to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Phil, got... what is going on with your barnet, my friend? You've got to keep your hands where people Fucking can see him. <laughs> Look at that. Um, Tony, stop mentioning things that are a sorry, visual sorry. medium. I it's thought like... we had like a joke wig on, but it's not, it's his barnet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my hair's like at the moment. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> But we hope you enjoyed this week's celebration. Thank you very much for all the questions, guys, and for joining us once again. Thank you all for listening to this week's show. Um, stick with us because there's going to—I mean, another 300 might actually fucking kill us. But we'll yeah, try. We're going to go. We're going to keep going. We'll, we'll try. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to try and beat Eric Larson in the, in the number of issues. Or what number is he on, by the way, Eric Larson? He's not yet 300 yet, is he? Is he not? No, ah, Spawn has, isn't it? Spawn's done it. But, ah, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. Oh, so we've already beaten Savage How many? We're, we're aiming for Spawn next. We're Cerebus. <laughs> yeah. How much is that? Cerebus two? was 300, wasn't it, I think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh wow, yeah. we're just smashing them all. Absolutely yeah. smashing them I'll all. I'll tweet that at Dave Sim, saying, ha-ha, loser. Yeah, smashed you. Ha-ha, <laughs> loser. <laughs> Amazing. Very we've good. done 300 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Good. Well, yes, but we're um, thank you very much for listening. If there's anything you want us to discuss in up- upcoming shows, if there's any um, comic events or um, initiatives or anything you want us to talk about or just give a shout out to in the show, um, then you can let us know awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod, where we'll be posting up all kinds. Occasionally, Dan, a pop up a poll or a question. I say pop up a poll. He loves it's, a poll. It's, get, it's getting to that stage of the show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, every, every poll's a goal, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that'd be a shirt. Um, <laughs> but yes, follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod. If you do the Book of Faces, go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast. And we've mentioned it a couple of times here, and a lot of our the people that have joined us tonight are part of the community. And you should too, because it's a fantastic community of people at Awesome Comics Talk, all one word on Facebook. We, I mean, we just love just checking on, checking out what people are talking about, and like, yeah, it's been fantastic. That, what are you reading? Thread was great. I yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. you must do that more. Actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and if fa- you need to buy comics, go to Strange Apparitions and buy your comics there. It's a great, uh, great place to buy comics. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, and thank, <laughs> thank you for listening to us. Whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out about this show, which isn't always like this. Just in case you thought, the hell is this mess? It's carnage. Actually, no, it is always carnage. It's usually worse. It's usually yeah, it worse. It is usually worse, actually, yeah. Um, yeah but, we would, but, but we would really appreciate if if you subscribed, leave a review, and just helps get the word out about this show and the comics that we talk about. And if you listen to us on any other networks, like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Tony? We're on the uh, Pod Network. I'll take you to the bank. The Blood The Blood Bank. bank. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if you don't know what that's from, just do the homework, people. Do the homework. Yeah. <laughs> Although I must, I must say there is there is a clip, um, one of my favourite clips from a random movie, and it isn't. It's um, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, well, I love this one. What's that one again? Taffin, from Taffin, when <laughs> he, he's talking to a woman, and she just answers saying, "Goes, 
you know, I live here too. And then he just screams at her, like, maybe you shouldn't be living here! <laughs> like, it's completely <laughs> over the top. It is, you just I, see the director behind the camera going, lift it, lift it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can imagine the whole crew would kind of put back, like, does Pierce really look like this woman? <laughs> he's never been a great actor, is he? Let's face it. Do you know what I mean? It gives it a good Gosling. go. Yeah. Oh, he's easy on the eye, though. <laughs> yeah. I remember once living awake and someone made some hash brownies and we all took copious amounts of them. We said, like, Aaron, Here go, it to comes. The, go, to go. The, go to the video shop and rent a video, like, saying easy going and fun so we can have a laugh while we're all fucking stoned. He came back with the Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> oh. So he was all sitting there just, like, absolutely fucking mogged and he got this film on <laughs> Which just actually <laughs> just like flatline oh, the way no. through. It's just like this is going on forever. I mean, it could have been, it could have been worse. They could have picked something like Angela's Ashes or something. That would have been. A little, <laughs> yeah. I was hoping he was going to pick yeah. up like Ice Cube's Friday, or the War Zone, some something <laughs> oh. amusing. But... The notebook turns up, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all stoned and crying. Oh, oh God, it's Schindler's so List. Here we go. This will be a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, God. Maybe I'll put that little bit of Pierce Brosnan audio. Yeah, let's yeah. put it in. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> you kept sending me to it, me it for a while. Maybe yeah, because it's yeah. it's one of my favourite clips of all time, and everyone <laughs> searches this out. I should get it for like every time I get a message. Everyone needs to get ready, though, because we, we're gonna, we've got a big ending cut, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's just yeah, quickly do the links, and then we're... Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Tom yes. going to do... So, get your, do your throat exercises. Once again, that. yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. To Tom as well for doing this, for being our producer for the evening. Um, where can people find us online, etc.? Tony? Neveronanything.com. There you go. Okay. Dan? Easy. You can find me on Twitter, at Vanguard Comic, and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. Tom, where can they find you? Uh, you fan around the back of Gala Bingo. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, the Trembler. Yep. Uh, no, I'm at uh, this chocolate on Twitter. Come on. There you go. And you can find Scaly me. Bob. You can read Scaly Bob. Read Scaly Bob. Uh, <laughs> um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jester Diablo. So we made it. We made it to 300. Well done. Well done, everyone. Well, well done. Um, Not finished yet. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's a round of <laughs> silent applause that's coming. Yeah. Phil's um, doing like the woke applause thing. There you go, everyone's doing it now. Yeah, yeah. We are going to do our usual sign-off. We're going to try and get everyone to do it at the same time. Right then, thank you very much for listening. This is going to be a brilliant social experiment. This is um, <laughs> go forth, read loads of comics, um, keep making comics because we want to read them. And from Dan, Tony and myself and everyone here in ACP Towers, have a brilliant week. And as always, what do they do, guys? Stay awesome! Fucking gold! I tell you what, gold. I tell you what, with all these we different inter- with all these different internet connections, awesome. everyone still did better than Dan and Tony normally do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! Bye, <laughs> bye everyone. See ya. Dan, did you want to do 
your post credits <clears throat> grot box. <laughs> I've got <about> this. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. If you're still listening right now, um, here is Dan. This is pretty grim. Dan, what want, is this again? I forgot. This, what this is, is Dan's dictionary corner. Dan's dictionary corner. Hopefully, you are not drinking, eating, or doing anything. I, I, I personally can only apologise for what you're about to hear. But take it away, Dan. So we got uh, this week's entry is uh, this, this episode's entry is uh, duck butter. Uh, anyone heard of duck butter before? It's the uh, the combination of sweat from the bullsack and anus that creates a buttery film on the grundle and butthole, occurring usually from an unwashed throat and creating a smelly odor that worsens in thickness and odor by the minute. Also known as DB Dan Butcher or Deep. And used in an example, Bobby rubbed his deep all over his roommate's pillow. Oh. Oh. Do you know the best part of that is I just uh, focus completely on Sarah, Sarah's face, the <laughs> whole of that. Oh, and there you go, folks. That's the there that's the brilliant content you get yeah. post credits. I didn't like that. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. 